So here we are again, ladies and gentlemen. Just kidding. There's no ladies. ladies. <laughs> there's not really we wouldn't gentlemen. allow them in the room. Now there are uh, female see. characters being played. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> ladies. Lady. Mira. Egret. Is that a... Uh, this is an imaginary exist? game, okay? Yeah. All right, we can we can invent women if we want to. Uh, so, <laughs> women don't have to like me. I can create women that like me. Half of me. Oh man! Yeah. Yeah. No, this is. I don't like where this is going. So two thirds uh, of our group is married. Yeah, that's, that's fair. So here's the thing. We this is it's fitting. I do like the fact that we have a nice round number. Iron Fang Invasion episode thirty. Mm. Is our approach to Fort Riston. So we this are is walking. episode 30? This is 30. Whoa! This is 30 that we're on right really? now. It's a big deal. It is a big deal. Nice. So here's <laughs> the cool thing. Trying something new today. First off, I need to say that this is difficult. So Camp Redjaw, we attacked that. There was a couple areas that like I didn't know where you were going to go first. Could you come in from the side? Could you come in from the back? Were you going to walk through the front door? I had no idea. I had to prep like seven different areas and just be ready for whatever happened in any of those seven areas. This time there are 23 individual areas and you may attack them in any order that you choose. Uh, Which is really fun for you guys. Or diplomacy our way through them. Could do it. Ratbag's got your back. Uh, (laughs) Ratbag, can you just uh, wrap things up here? (laughs) Oh, I gotcha. Oh, I shot it down. Uh, well, Mira can just walk crowd. in and take command of the entire place. <laughs> Which is how most APs go. You're yeah, supposed exactly. to actually yeah. just walk in and be in charge. Yeah. And, so yeah, that doesn't make sense point. with the book. Um, not even homebrew or anything. <laughs> so uh, well, the fun part of this is that I did take the time to like read through in great detail what is inside of every single room in this place. <laughs> so that took some time. Nice. Um, and it's complicated, but I, you truly do have the freedom to go anywhere that you want, in any order, through however you want to attack this place. Whatever you got, bring it on. I'm ready for it. All right. So, uh, that's really cool. Also, because I am so well-versed on what is inside this entire room, I feel very well-prepped as a GM, because I'm, like, ready to react to whatever you guys are going to do. So, like, I'm in my A-game right now. And then the last thing is that, as we're kicking it up a notch, I've done something. Oh, no. That is, uh... I think pretty badass. Ooh. Boom. Ladies what? and gentlemen, the... I would like to introduce you That's to Fort awesome. Riston. Nice. Whoa, now, what? Here's the beautiful thing about this map. It's pulled directly from the AP. So this is a screen capture of the actual map inside of, uh, from the AP. However, I had covered all of the rooftops. Anything that you could not see until you walk up to it is hidden. And I will reveal things on the map. As you guys approach it, Ooh, that's awesome. so we now have an interactive roll twenty type map here, nice. with like textured rooftops and like Ooh. you don't know what's inside of these buildings, but you know they're buildings, and this is basically all that you can see at the time being. Uh, so until you guys make moves, I'll reveal things as you go. That's cool. So that's fantastic. I took this way too seriously. <laughs> this was a this was a project, guys. This was several hours of work just for the map. <laughs> and like the nice thing is we'll get to use it hopefully this does not all go through in one week but like we'll probably spend a couple of weeks in this map so right. i wanted to make sure like we had the detail for it yeah right. so right. i'm That's hoping to awesome I so think it we... deserves a round of applause oh yeah, yeah. Oh, Bravo, yeah. thank you no oh, you're too kind thank you um so there's all sick. sorts of goodies like you can walk into one building you don't know what's in there until i reveal it which is super fun and then once you reveal it we're playing inside that room so nice. it's like We'll zoom huh. it in to wherever we're at once we get to that point. But, like, 
This is this is our new nice. interactive map interface. Come on, guys. Yeah. Using Photoshop and an HDMI horizontal screen. I like it. So, uh, so cool. without further ado, last time we left our heroes, you guys were approaching Fort Riston through the forest, and you guys were coming in from the north. So you guys are coming in from the side here. So, or I'm sorry, you're approaching from the south, right? Right. Yeah, you're approaching from the south. So you're approaching the south side. All you see is flat stone walls. And then you know you can either go around the right or you can go around the left. Ratbag had given you information saying that when they attacked the fort, they attacked the northeast wall. They knew that was the weakest point. They said they chucked a bunch of bombs at it. Um, and they know that that is one way in. Now we're getting serious. So, you know that the fort, the wall is partially collapsed to the northeast. You're only at the south now. Now, as you guys approach, too, you may recall, you guys rested for the night. You're approaching now at, like, 2 or 3 in the morning. This is, like, way late. And as you guys approached, you heard the faint sounds of partying. You heard, you saw little, like, flickers of candlelight coming through the windows. You heard little bits of music kind of, like, coming from beyond the walls. And your instructions to Ratbag were when you get there... When you get put in charge, because you have the most Chernisardo cloaks, you will be put in charge of the fort. Uh, once you are in charge of the fort, throw a party and release the prisoners uh, at the darkest time of the night. So if they got out anywhere, they're somewhere to the north. Um, so they might be there right now, or they may have gone out, or Ratbag is about to send them out. But you know that that is the plan as you gave it to him. So it is two days after Ratbag's birthday, but he's not one to be a stickler when it comes to throwing himself a party. Uh, so you guys approach the camp, and as you're approaching too, you're taking a look around, you, you kind of like turn back towards each other to huddle up, and you realize that Johnny is gone. Now this is Johnny, the, our slayer, right, who's been with mm. us a couple days. He's just gone. And you, as you're looking around, kind of like, Johnny, Johnny, everyone's kind of looking around for him. He must have just slipped off somewhere in your walk from Calacross's cave over to this fortress. Mm. So somewhere along the way, he seems to have just slipped away. Hmm. Um, you have no idea why you have no idea when or where he slipped away but you know that somewhere between your, your camp that you made and here he has vanished uh, so there's now four of you Estefan, Darren, Egret, and Mira are now approaching Fort friggin Riston the first of the Chernosardo strongholds inside of the Fangwood Forest <clears throat> what the frick would which you direction like are we coming from you're coming from the south so you're, you're down here okay so you're you're south. Yes, I am south. Okay. Um, I think... Uh, where where, sh- where do you think... Oh, where are they supposed to release the prisoners? Yeah, from? that's what from I was going to say. You knew the wall. northeast wall. I'm okay. sorry, the, yeah, the north, the north wall. <coughs> northwest wall. Uh, I think we should go up there and kind of look around and like kind of stay hidden and keep watch. Mm-hmm. Also, like just taking full view, see if there's any like guards posted on the walls at all. Sure. So, perceptions? Are you going around the left or the right? We should go around the back. Sure. Because I feel like that's probably where, like, they would have the least amount of protection. Mm-hmm. Sure. sure. Yeah, guys. wherever you want to go. Yeah. So, Mira will stealth along the back. And, it, I mean, guys. Um, I will... I guess I will as well. Um... So we're going this way, guys. Cool. So stealthing around the western wall. Yes. Moving around the other side of the fort. Mm-hmm. Stealth? Sure. 
Natty 19. Do you really want to know what my uh, full no. stealth is? Okay. I don't. Oh, 13. <clears throat> so, mediocre. Sure. Uh, perception? Perception check. You guys just covering your eyes and running. Another seven. <laughs> uh, 26. 26. Um. Uh, at, well, so with 26, as you guys are walking around the back, um, I mean, anything over a 15 is easy enough <clears> to tell. You hear kind of just that... Like you hear this music, there's probably the sounds going on. It seems to get a little bit louder as you guys are walking around the back. Um, specifically coming out of, and as you walk past this, there's three stories. So, you know, up 30 feet more or less, you know, you can see up the side of this building. It seems like most of the noise is coming from the top of the three floors. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just mm-hmm. sounds like general party. You don't see guards, no one's looking, no one's doing anything out of the ordinary. It just looks like a wall, and you see ca- at least candlelight coming out of each of the windows up ahead. Hmm. And then you guys make your way along the back of that wall. Just up to over here. Great. Do we see any guards or lookouts? Uh, you don't. Yeah, you don't see anything uh, coming over the top. Uh, yeah, you just see, you just hear a party going on. All okay. right. Well, um, yeah, let's find it. Let's find a place. Just kind of sit tight and wait for probably somewhere over here to kind right. of keep a lookout. Any place yeah. where there's any uh, any you know form of cover. Do I sure. when I come around this corner? Do I see anybody that's along this wall? Any guards or anything? Lookouts. Rope seven check. Yeah. Uh, Twenty six again. Twenty six is pretty good. Um, so you walk around the side of this thing, and like as soon as you get to the end of this tower, yeah. you see this tower has has crumbled. Like mm-hmm. it is, there is very little left of the actual tower itself. Um, you know, we're we're all everything else here is three stories high. The third and second levels of this tower have completely crumbled to the ground. So all you see is like, you know, it's it's all sort of caved in along the northernmost side of the tower. But you imagine, you know, you might still be able, like it looks like some of the first floor may still be intact. Hmm. Like, you know, you figure if you were to come in from another way, there's no way to get through all this rubble on this side. But you figure there might still be a first floor, you know, inside of this tower, but everything is just toppled to the side. Um, you don't, uh, you don't hear or see with a 26. Again, you can hear more sounds of the party happening. So there's no way we could get in through here. Yeah, you could. I mean, oh, you, could. you could have climb over some rubble, but like, it's, it's passable. You know, there's okay. maybe five feet of rubble at its highest. So you guys would just And he's to supposed to release the prisoners through here. Yes, that was the plan. We're so, release them through the northern wall. Um, I think we should like, maybe, is, is, does it look like there's some cover around here that we could probably hide behind. I mean, you can watch. hide behind these rocks. There's, yeah. there's boulders and entire there's like, like sections trees or of walls over here too. Yeah. yeah, there's trees to the to the west, uh, and then there's stone and rubble that you can hide behind. Again, not seeing anyone on top of the stones, you can just kind of crouch behind the stones and you should be fine. Yeah, let's um, just do that then. So you have plenty of cover, as you can tell right now. All right. So I guess we wait here and let's see, see if happens. we see any prisoners released. Yep. Uh, so how uh and you don't know too they may have already been released right so well um, can we roll a survival check and see if yeah. we can like you know spot tra- like tracks yep. or anything that sure. might have looked more remotely closer to prison sure so are you guys moving more you know over to because you have to basically search around the yeah entrance. let's yeah. let's search around here yeah so yeah. move yourselves there okay just as general practice when you're doing something move yourself as though you were doing yes. that thing Ooh. 
Um, 31 survival. Oh, not bad at all. Mir's going to roll a stealth just to kind of keep our butts covered for 23. Okay. Uh, So you, uh, so Espen's looking around. Uh, You know, actually watching Two Towers, uh, Lord of the Rings the other day, like it was the coolest thing where I'm like, friggin' Rangers. We're like, Aragorn (laughs) and Gimli and Legolas were at like the scene where Merry and Pippin escaped, you know, all the hobgoblins, or the uh, orcs fighting the Urukai. Yeah. And they're like, and Aragorn just like looking at the leaves, being like, they laid here, crawled north, their hands were bound. Yeah. (laughs) They cut their bones. It was just like looking at grass and dirt and like smelling poop and like figuring all this out. So Estefan just kind of like waving his hand over, over like, you know, the ground and seeing things like, you notice immediately several hobgoblin footprints, like, like stampeding, like they were not trying to be stealthy at all. Like when this tower fell, you could almost see it in your mind of like this tower came down and they had a for- like a force of hobgoblins come powering through this, this now empty wall. They didn't even bother with the front door. Um, so you can see a lot of that came through because there's all this going on. You don't see necessarily any tracks leaving. You only see tracks going. Um, but with a 36 survival... 36? 31. 31. Yeah, you don't see anything. <laughs> now, with a 31 survival, as you're looking around, there's these deep, deep hobgoblin footprints that come towering over the top of this. But you also see here and there, like, very small footprints. Um, they don't... Uh, they look to be more or less humanoid, uh, but they're just smaller. You know, not quite the size of a hobgoblin footprint, but just smaller footprints, just kind of scattered here and there. Okay. I was going to say Mary and Pippin, but I was like, oh, their feet are huge. <laughs> Every, they could be, they could be relatively half, speaking. They could be halfling rangers, you never know. Could be. Yeah. Yep. Um, all right. Well. Um, Mira will roll a knowledge. I'm oh, sorry. Sorry. So you guys are up here and you guys are looking around, yeah? Yeah. Um, Perceptions. So have you guys looked over the top of the rocks, kind of towards the courtyard? Uh, we um, have not yet, but Mira will probably do that right now. Okay, so Mira kind of like approaches these rocks and sort of like you know peeks your head up. I think she's gonna approach things. this wall. What's your bluff? Here. Mine? Yeah. Not super high. She didn't Why take a bunch ask? of. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm just thinking. Like, I mean, she is a hobgoblin, and like she could probably walk in and out, like. You know, more. She wouldn't more really or even or have to bluff. She yeah. could just like. Yeah. She technically fits the profile. Yeah. You know, she, the typical comer I mean, and goer. She, she's gonna come up to this wall and kind of hide behind this wall and then like look in. Okay. So you kind of yeah you creep up along the side of the wall and kind of poke your head over Perception. the side. Sure. Oh. Ten. Mm-hmm. Uh, so ten. You see, as soon as you look around, the rocks in front of you. As soon as you poke your head over the side. You realize that all this black stone... Again, there's, like, torches set out, so it's, like, the dead of night, but there's still kind of, like, that torch light coming in. There's, like, several torches around the whole inside of this courtyard, um, you know, coming off of the top of this building, and, like, there's there's plenty of light, and a couple torches just stuck right in the ground. Um, so there's it's actually fairly well lit, all things considered. Um, we'll call it low light. Um, as you walk around the corner, the first thing you notice is that the rocks in front of you are all red. They go from being, you know, this black, tumbled-down stone, you know, masonry that's collapsed, and then you start to see the, the rocks look red in front of you. And as you look around underneath, it, like, it, it kind of moves all the way across sort of this whole area here. Um, all of these rocks look like they're stained red. Uh, and then you kind of look around there, and you kind of spot a few other things. You see, like, a book, and you see a couple pieces of paper sort of, like, 
floating around kind of an occasional breeze you know a couple of them are stuck underneath rocks um a couple pages a couple like little vials um tiny little things and they're just kind of scattered around hmm. um and then uh you know you well what do you do um you said she sees a book and yep. some vials yep uh she's going to stealth and try and pick them up okay stealth. <clears throat> 27 27 that's pretty stellar so you kind of you know slip your way over the top of this kind of slide down move on up and you you pick up this kind of very very nice you know very very fancy leather bound book you know and you kind of begin like flipping through a couple pages and then you you hear a soft voice just kind of And then you, you look around, you look right, you look left, you look behind you and in front of you, and you don't hear anything. And then you slowly just kind of, like, tilt your head up a little bit, and you see, looking back at you, like, this, like, like gnarled hobgoblin face just staring at you, but the eyes are rolled back into its head. And as you look up at this, like, this little bit of blood just kind of, like, drops onto your cheek, you know, and you, like, step back for a second, and you realize, as you look up, there are several bodies hanging from a rope about 15 Dang. feet up on this wall. What? And you realize there's a couple of hobgoblins hanging by their ankles on the top of this rope as their blood is pouring from their necks off the what? top of their heads and staining these rocks red. Dang. Now, among Can these I bodies... Can roll a knowledge local as to why these guys would be hanging here? I mean, Mira might know. Well, you, nothing comes to mind, I'll say, on a bad or a good roll. This is not particularly... Hobgoblin decisions. They don't okay. do this often. You know that hobgoblin brutality is a regularly common thing, but you've never seen this before. Um, hmm. And as you look at this stuff and you see these rocks and you look around, you see that one of these people does not look like a hobgoblin. They look to be some sort of humanoid figure. And uh, they're looking at you. <laughs> and, pss, pss, and as you look up, you kind of make eyes with them. And you realize, too, the other three hobgoblins have their throats cut. And the rocks underneath them are stained red. But the rocks under this guy are not red. And it appears his throat is not cut. Um, what does this guy say? Oh, thank God you're here, buddy. You gotta let me down. <laughs> <laughs> I can't feel my ankles. <laughs> uh, well, you see a hobgoblin. What, what, what do you, like... You want to roll a diplomacy is to try and get you down are you hostile not not necessarily but uh never mind she'll be she'll be like all right and then she like <laughs> she, she, she's like, like, she's like <laughs> fine and so she'll like how, how high is this rope uh i mean it's probably 15 feet up so you'd have to like throw a dagger or you know how, how is he tied up there uh he's just bound by his ankles and you know so maybe if the rope itself is 15 feet up maybe it bows a little bit He's dangling by another set of rope tied to that rope, so he's maybe ten feet over your head. At least the rope itself, his feet are about ten feet over your head. She's gonna reach up and, like, grab his hand. Can can she do that? Yeah. So she'll grab his hand, pull him down, and then, like... Careful, I bruise easily. (laughs) As soon as as she pulls him down right at the exact moment, she reaches up and, like, slashes the rope. Yeah, maybe, like, climb up him a little bit, and then just kind of, like, slash at the rope. Uh, and then you both take 1d6 falling damage. <laughs> As you fall and just stand uh, red jacket. Reflex rock. save to Never mind. Go on. Yep. <laughs> um, pulls him down. Yep. 
So cuts and you both kind of collapse to the ground. You know, Mira tries to like kind of cushion the fall a little bit, mm -hmm. but most of his weight just kind of like falls on the ground very, very ungracefully. Um, and as he hits the ground, uh, what happens next? Uh, he kind of picks himself up and he starts darting around looking for his pack and finding his gear off to the side of him, I'm assuming. Yeah. Is the gear? He finds his gear. He's well, quick. basically, as he was hanging, like, his bag was, like, open on the top, and stuff was just falling out. And, like, things, like, he'd be able to look and just see, like, and, like, his stuff <laughs> just fly out of his pockets. Just gravity. Yeah. Just, just, like, scattered all of his things beneath him. And as soon as you find your stuff, Mira, like, quickly pulls you aside back behind some cover, and he's like, what were you doing up there? As you pull him back behind the cover, he doesn't stop just at the end of the cover. It's quick, we gotta go! And he starts, <laughs> starts booking it. And she, like, grabs you and, like, pulls you back. And, like, by the back of your hood, pulls you back and, like, pulls you back into cover. And it's like, how'd you get up there? What happened? Well, I'm not really sure. Yeah, I was out forging with my partner. I don't know what happened to her, but we were out there and these guys fell upon us, these little diminutive boys. Uh, they seemed like nice guys at first, but then... Well, all of a sudden, I was hanging upside down, and I have no idea where my partner Agatha went. Oh, man. And then she, like, waves over Egret and uh, just the rest yeah. of you guys. So Egret mm -hmm. kind of walks up. Yep. Um, and so Egret's going to basically ask him, okay, well, first, we didn't get his name yet, did we? Not yet. Okay. Mira, did. Mira isn't around. good at yeah. asking so, names. Uh, <laughs> you know that? Isn't good at asking characters names? No. <laughs> what? I forgot when we first started talking. Uh, so yeah. I would have been terrified. Yeah. Uh, but we're past that now. You're nice. It's a nice hobgoblin. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. She seems um, nicer yeah. than the rest. She's actually incredibly beautiful for a hobgoblin. Yeah. She has a fortune curse. So she's really kind of ugly then. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Basically a green Daisy Ridley, right? Yeah. yeah. Yep. She's yeah. a green Daisy Ridley. All right. So, um... Um, Egret's going to um, walk up to him and just uh, basically say, "You said something about you you running into somebody, and you woke up here. What happened?" Well, they were these small, gray, diminutive creatures. They had big feet, funny-looking hats, and they just seemed like nice guys. So me and my partner were out gathering supplies for my work, and then. Boom! I was knocked out, and I was tied up on this rope. Can we roll, like, acknowledge nature to see if we can, like, you know, recognize what he's describing? He can describe them to you, you know, and, and it's his memory itself is kind of fuzzy, so, yeah. you know, you can you can try to roll, like, acknowledge maybe local. Okay. Um, yeah, but that would be probably um, the only thing, and it's kind of a long, it's kind of at a minus. Ah! That's good. Because our new friend here... Yeah, I only got a 10. Look at so. 21. 21! Nice. Um, they sound like they're some kind of... Like, the way that he's describing them, they do sound somewhat like halflings or like dwarves. Like, hmm. you know, it sounds like somewhere between the two, and it's it's not quite clear. Like, it's not quite ringing a bell is exactly what they are, but it's like, it kind of sounds like, you know, big hairy feet and, you know, like weird funny clothing and stuff like that. Big noses. You're like, ah, they you know, can't quite place it. Um... But yeah, it's just, yeah, some strange little men knocked right. him out, tied him up home. Egret um, uh, looks over at him and, and says, um, Sir, I'm sorry, what is your name? Oh, my name. The name's Bunsen. Bunsen Gramstein. Bunsen Gramstein. I'm an alchemist by trade. <laughs> What's yeah. your race? What, what do we you know, see? Yeah, uh, yeah Bunsen, describe his appearance. Yeah. Bunsen is an elder, like an older elf. 
Oh, so, okay. Elf age, approximately 200 years old. Wow. Uh, he's okay. gray in the hair at this point in time. He's pretty fragile looking and nerdy, like a skinny yeah. guy. That's uh, awesome. If you could first, imagine, our first elf. If you could imagine the... Uh, I'm going to blow up my uh, imaginary pawn for the guy right now. If you could imagine a cross between a fantasy player and the dad from Tarzan. <laughs> yeah! yeah. yeah. That <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome! That's what Bunsen looks like. I forgot his hat. Shoot. Oh, there you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> he's got yeah. his you did safari go hat on. That's um, amazing. He's That's ready great. to go and he's got very poorly arrayed like camping gear and his British safari outfit, but fantasy style on. Looks like Nigel Thornberry. Yeah, same like Nigel Thornberry. <laughs> Nigel Thornberry. does not look like he goes out camping much. Like stuff's very loosely attached and kind of um, flopping around, and he's got so a good. very loosely attached rapier where he probably doesn't know how to use that thing. Okay. <laughs> um, so, well, Egret um, explains the situation of why they're here, and um, basically says, you know, like, I mean, this is. Like, our whole reason on, on, on being here in the first place, the whole reason why I found you is because we're actually here looking for um, some prisoners, and we're actually trying to take over this this fort. So that's, that's our purpose here. Um, if you have a partner that got captured, there's a, a high chance that she might still be inside. Well, in that case, we better get to it, but we gotta get back to Fandor. I have to get back to my work. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Egret, like... We'll talk about that later. She's, <laughs> she says, uh... Should we tell him? We got a lot to catch you up on. <laughs> I'm gonna tell him. Don't yeah. your dick. <laughs> that's, that's a lot of... Yeah, Somebody's I don't know. gotta tell him. <laughs> yeah, Please, my parents are probably waiting. My lab's in the basement. <laughs> probably have a hot we can meal go on the quick. table for me. I haven't fed my dog in seven days. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's great. <laughs> Love it. It's been what, like almost a month since Fandart went down. Yeah, that's a long vacation. Weeks. Yeah, yeah. A couple, yeah, I'd say it's about a month. You've been out for like you've been in a coma. Well, I'm lost like, in my work. Yeah, I don't usually go out camping, especially not on a Saturday. Never on a Monday, but <laughs> I did this time, and look what happened. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so Darren will actually um, kind of come up and just be like. Sir, and uh, have his banner and just be like, unfortunately, I carry with me the mobile Fandar that exists. You see, the hobgoblins have invaded, just as they've invaded this fort that you are precariously placed in. And um, we are a mobile group. There are survivors that, that we are, have left, and um, hopefully Agatha has been found by them, and and that she is safe right now from all of the surrounding threats. That old bat will be fine. But we have to find my work! <laughs> <laughs> you said Fandor's been overrun? It's been terribly overrun. It's been a place of my childhood, and it's it, just as they have their uh, festival of the great fire that they light, it just became too big, and castle emerged from the ground that they were hanging people on and and uh, hobgoblins overran and we got all the survivors that we could and escaped so you're looking at what's left of Fandar so in a way it still does exist did you see 
my parents. I'm sure they'll live forever. <laughs> the two, they were two elven bricklayers, lower class. You might not have recognized them, but were they carrying my books as they fled? It, it doesn't ring a bell, but you are welcome to uh, search for them back at our camp. We do have a number of elves, about 30 people who have survived and are with us, so I can only hope for you. Very well. There is a very um, important matter at hand, though. You see, we're actually um, waiting to rescue a few Chernasado rangers who are expected to be released. We, we actually have an inside man on this fort. We um, convinced a, a hobgoblin to release the few prisoners that they, they took when they've overrun this camp. Without consulting me. Of course. <laughs> As usual. Oh. <laughs> and... Um, we're, we're hoping you taking to, a nap to meet up with them very shortly <laughs> You didn't here, wake so. me. <laughs> Would you like to stay with us for now? Well, I guess I don't really have a choice at this point. We have to find my partner. She very well may have the last of my work. My life's work would be stored with her. <laughs> and Merit, like, leans over it. What is your life's work? Oh, every alchemist has a grand scheme that they're working towards. It's what inspired us to begin our alchemic adventure. And what's yours? Someday, I will create a sorcerer's stone when I can turn lead into gold. Philosopher's stone. The philosopher's stone. <laughs> I'm still working on it. I haven't come up with a good name for it. <laughs> I'm not even want to make it. All right, back off. I thought I was finally oh, that's having good. a breakthrough. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds huh? interesting. Maybe we could help you find your work. Oh, I would be most appreciative if you could, and I'll help you in any way that I can. Uh, is he at okay health? I mean, how long has he been up there? I mean, he's probably taking some significant non-lethal, non-lethal, non-lethal. damage. Um, yeah, probably a channel so, would take care of that. So Darren will be like, uh, Estefan, would you mind, or Egret, would you mind taking a look at this man? What was your name again? The name's Bunsen. Bunsen. Yeah. Bunsen, Bunsen, Bunsen. Gramstein. <laughs> um, I'm just going to roll like a quick heal check. <laughs> uh, ten. Um, yeah, ten. Um, just to kind of see like... It's a little roughed up. All right. So, yeah. Um, she'll um, she'll just administer uh, Cure Light Wounds. Sure. That's five... Plus five, ten points of healing. If I'm not mistaken, I think magical healing heals all non-lethal damage. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Um, but with even one cure light wounds, like yeah. you feel a surprise as a spring chicken. Sweet. Sweet. Yep. Cool. Beautiful. The bruises on your ankle disappear. Yep. I love the Indiana Jones alchemist. I love that. <laughs> That's amazing. That's pretty good. That's good. All right. Well, let's just... Uh, Mira will ask, did you see any people come out of here? Um, specifically humans or rangers? Honestly, I don't even remember getting here. I was out in the woods with my partner when we were I'm talking specifically out. tonight, or did you just wake up moments ago? Honestly, I saw your beautiful face was the first thing that I noticed. <laughs> oh, I thank My dear. You. <laughs> thank you. I do have a thing for elves. <laughs> 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 Good point. Yeah. Oh, man. 
That's canon. That yeah. is canon. Yeah. The, whereas all other hobgoblins hate elves, she actually has a soft spot in her heart for elves. True. Wow. Yep. Uh, soft spot in her uterus. So. Hey now. That's too far. Too soon. Too soon. Anyways. Oh man. Anyways. Oh man. Um. Darren's gonna be like, guys, let's let's look at these bodies for the hobgoblins and see if there's anything of note. They had anything on them that was, you know, valuable or. But just kind of go and take a look at them and yeah, because they must have fallen when the rope cut. Yeah. Well, I didn't. I cut the rope that was holding him. Those guys are still hanging up there. Oh, I thought it was across one big rope. No, it was one rope, and then they no, had he, ropes hanging from the rope. Yeah. Oh, so he cut him off of the main rope. So now he's off of there, but the uh, the other guys are still up there. Um, so then Darren will be like, "Why do you think that there's their own kind that are hanging on a rope? This is." Mira not, doesn't know. So not typical knows. behavior I've, of a hobgoblin. I've never seen this before. There must be something else going on. Maybe your new friend has started some odd traditions. And by the way, if you're looking at the hobgoblins, they seem to have been stripped of anything valuable. Okay. They're pretty much in their own yeah. Like they, Like any armor they had, any weapons, there's nothing on them. Alright. Um, we don't recognize any of them, right? One of them is Mira. <laughs> do we see? <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. Do we see anything else in the courtyard? We're She's kind a doppelganger of... killer. Yeah, yeah. So, well, so now that you're kind of on top of the rocks, if you were to peer specifically into the courtyard, yeah. roll me a perception check. Fifteen. Oh my god. Twenty-six. Woo! Man, eighteen. Perception rolls like bonkers. Uh, so you. Uh, so sorry, who, who rolled over at 15? Uh, I did it. I rolled okay, a 15. So everybody but Darren? Darren? Oh yeah, I got a 5. Got it. <laughs> well, I have a minus 2, so I rolled a 7. Hey. Could be worse. Yeah. Let me, uh... But so... my intelligence would say that I rolled a 20. Hey, look at that. <laughs> I rolled a 14, so... Yeah, so you guys, uh... You guys kind of peer around the corner, and, uh... As you do, um... Sorry, his character is an idiot. You guys hear some very strange things. First of all, you hear this really weird uh, dialect, you know, like coming from around the corner. Like, you've heard a lot of people talking, but like, you hear these guys just like, you know, like, and like, it's just really weird kind That's of like, not goblin. kind of voice. Definitely doesn't, sounds like a troll. Doesn't sound goblin. <laughs> uh, so, Knowledge so sorry, Espo, what's your role there? Perception? Uh, I forgot. Uh, 20. So 26, 26. Yeah, yeah. So you yeah. you you all kind of like you know you you peer over the top. You see a couple things. The most important thing is you see these weird little men walking around. Oh no, humanoid, but they look very strange, um, and it appears to match the description of what Bunsen was was talking about. They look a little something like this. Ooh, oh man, these grumpy looking old guys in kilts. You know, carrying it's like around a dwarf men in Ewok. Right? right? Pretty much, right? He's like a Wolverine, you know, dwarf. But, like, <laughs> they have these kilts, these little bags, these little leather straps and feathers they're and braided trolls. beards. They're something else. They're strange little men. And uh, as they're walking around, they're, like, 
you know, they're talking funny. Like, some of you, like, you hear some of them speak, and you're like, I have no idea what he's talking about. You just hear this, hey, we need Hugin of a Tarsim. I think, hey, you shot. Like, you hear this really, you're like, what the? Mira might know something about this with because she was part of the takeover of this fort. Well, yes, Munson. Don't worry, I can speak any language. Don't worry about it. I have a potion <laughs> right yeah. here. Ooh! And he pops uh, open a flask to yeah. listen, and he... <laughs> and he takes a... I can understand any language, cannot speak them, but I can understand whatever That's said amazing. or, or amazing. written. All right, so let's I'm see here. Smart. So, uh, Are we all over here then? So what you hear, so you hear a bunch of different things. we're kind of coming up over here. So as you hear, you basically begin to comprehend this language. And, you know, first it sounds like, oh, when you hear it, I bet you inside. Hey, we get him in And, like, all this really weird dialect. And all of a sudden, it starts to, like, make sense to you all of a sudden. And you hear these two strange, funny men. And as you guys are looking around, Estefan, too, this 26, as you guys look around, you spot more or less, like, six or seven of these guys walking around the courtyard. Um, so I will go ahead and, uh, and apply that to our map here. Ooh, um, here so go. as you guys are walking around, you see quite a few of these guys. Uh, let's see this. Bam. Oh, dang. You see a couple of these guys walking around, right? There's quite a few of them. And, uh, they're all sort of walking around, and Estefan with his 26 perception, as they're walking, you kind of notice they're all holding something in their hand, and they all look like they're holding, like, a cup. And they're all kind of walking funny. You know? They're all drunk. Uh, they're all kind of like stumbling around and like spilling their drinks and like, hey! And as uh, Bunsen listens in with his comprehend languages, he starts to hear them talking and he hears them say, oh, this is the best Red Rock level I've ever been to. We've had quite a few of them, but they saw that Hulk knows how to throw a good party. Uh, by the way, have you been over near the stables? Uh, you won't catch me going in there. And like the other one's responding now. Oh, you wouldn't catch... I wouldn't go in there. No, they got the horseshoes. I don't like them. I don't feel good about them, I think. Best just clear straight away in that stable. Don't, it's, not, it's not right what's going on there. Uh, they're, they're a mess. They're like quite sloppy the way they're talking and speaking. Um, Can I roll a knowledge local or something as far as to figure out what these guys are? Yeah, yeah, you can roll a knowledge, uh, sorry, let me, let me check here, actually, now that we, uh, uh, so yeah, I, I would say a knowledge local, otherwise a knowledge... Fourteen. How do you know which knowledge to roll? Do I just kind of guess as to what that is? Uh, I would say knowledge nature. Yeah. Well, Fourteen local Twenty-seven and... nature. Nice. A, oh, survival perception nature, nature. Estefan wins yep. every time um, so you look at these guys and you realize I think this is a Corrid a what? K-O-R-R-E-D it's a Corrid it's a knobby need stunted humanoid which has a particularly yeah, thick beard and wild wow. mane of hair hiding most of its body from view so they basically look like a giant little face with a huge beard and little legs sticking out the bottom. Like, when they're walking around, sometimes you can barely see, like, the kilt or their arms. They look like the giant... They look like a giant walking beard. Um, yeah, and what you would know about these guys, they're actually an ancient fey race. So, <laughs> so they're kind of like uh, gnomes. Uh, somewhat, yeah. So they're an ancient fey race, and you know that they stick to forested areas with nice rocky ground. 
Uh, they resemble small, uh, wild-haired humanoids with knotted hair. Uh, they especially like to dance in ancient stone circles within forest glades. Uh, and they are usually a very shy race. They don't take very kindly to outsiders who Why discover would they them, be here? even by accident. Um, yeah, so they wear a simple leather apron, jerkin, or kilt, leaving their legs uncovered and their bare feet. Their clothes usually have large pockets and pouches, uh, and their hair can grow very quickly, up to an inch a day. Uh, sometimes they'll trim it, but they'll even save their own trimmings sometimes, just to use for crafting and other odd uses. Um, I'm considering because they work, it looks like they work with hobgoblins. Mira wants to just, like, walk over the top and be like, Hi, where's the rest of the party at? I would like to warn you boys that these are the nasty boys that I ran into in the forest. Oh, really? Yes. All right. Um, I I think it'd be cool. We could totally bypass these guys and just be like, where's the rest of the party at? Real quick, roll a... Probably everybody, roll a wisdom check. Yep. So just a d20 plus your wisdom modifier. That would be... Netty one. Ooh. Minus two. Minus a 13. Solid four. With a minus two. 17 for Egret. Okay. 16 for Mira. So, Mira and Egret kind of start to think about this for a second. Realize, okay, the fork got overrun by hobgoblins. You you start to remember something that Rapag said. He said, well, after the, you know, it's a flashback for a moment. Rapag says, uh, after I, we took a fort, I said, Whoever took the most ranger cops got to run the fort, so we all sort of just went looking for rangers. Uh, not many of us stayed behind. And you look around and realize, like, these hobgoblins, dead hanging from the ceiling, like, if if Bunsen was one of the ones that was put up there and hung by his ankles, like, I wonder if, like, these guys are trying to take over the camp. Like, oh, there's a chance that... These guys were, you know, after the hobgoblins took over and then scattered, maybe these guys tried to take over once the hobgoblins left. Oh, dang. But you realize, like, they were not friendly to these hobgoblins. They will likely not be friendly to you. And, oh. you know, like, I wonder if these guys are actually, like, a new and different threat than we expected. Can you even hmm. roll a stealth check, and if that's the case? Sure. Uh, what are you trying to do? Are you trying to move in? Egret's going to actually stay where she is. Um, kind of hidden where they're at because they obviously haven't seen us yet. Um, oh. Ooh, do Egret's. Ooh, yeah, Egret wants to roll a stealth check. I'm just gonna tell you what her plan is okay. because she knows that these are hostile. and There's no point in trying to like reason with them. Mm. Um, well, and none of us can really speak their language. Like he exactly. Like it's, it's it's more it's it's more likely that we'd be better mm. off. Eliminating. Just eliminating them so that we can move on. So my question, too, is how long does Comprehend Languages last? Uh, I believe one minute. Let me double check that. I think it's one minute per level. Might be per level, but um, it might just be one minute. Darren will actually suggest that we, you know, he's going to be like, you know, um, we may have the materials and... Ten minutes per level. Ooh, so this you're is good a for a while. Minutes. Yeah. Wow, all right, so you're good for a little bit here. I can actually understand what you're... Lean over to your uh, my ostrich, your ostrich side. I couldn't agree more. <laughs> <laughs> That's um, amazing. Like, Wait, you actually you know what he's saying? 
I do. You need to lose a few pounds. <laughs> <laughs> it was an excellent oh, choice that... picking an ostrich instead Dar- of a horse. Daryl will just like slide <laughs> off the back of him. Yeah. The aerodynamics are amazing. And it's, <laughs> it's run speed velocity is incredible. Yeah. But comparing that to a war horse with a weight ratio, I guess you really have to compare whether that was a European ostrich or an African ostrich. <laughs> <laughs> if you actually receive any positive feedback. Daryl slide off the back of Lenny and be like, Lenny, I'm, I'm, so, I'm so sorry. But... You know, uh, I'll, I'll lay off, you know, the extra treats that I've been. <laughs> and, treats uh, for you? By yeah. the way, unfortunately, Bunsen cannot speak back to Lenny what yeah. you are saying to Lenny, and Lenny doesn't understand what you're saying. Either. I know. Yeah. Well, like, yeah. he'll just talk to him like yeah. he always does, kind of. So uh, now he's uh, just Mira? confused why you got off. <laughs> he's self-conscious now. <laughs> Mira is going to study the, the faces of the hobgoblins, see if she recognizes any of them as being the leaders. Yeah, that were oh, here. Sure. Uh, or Ratbag. Maybe see if Ratbag. So that looking was at them closely, you realize these are none of these look like Ratbag. Um, you know, for a lot of you guys, maybe Hobgoblins kind of look similar. You racists, but uh, the as you know, Mira's looking right. at each of these. Like you, none of them are Ratbag. It's it's obvious that none of them. What are about Ratbag. the other guy that Ratbag said was in charge? Uh, so yeah, so it doesn't. You know, but you you don't know what they looked like. Ratbag just mentioned that you know there were people in charge. You being one of them that helped coordinate these attacks, mm-hmm. um, and it doesn't look like anybody you recognize. These look like run of the mill soldiers. Okay. okay, got it. So then Darren's gonna be like, guys, I've got, I've got a plan. Just hear me out. <laughs> and he's gonna be like, uh, you know, we can definitely spring a trap on them. They're not at their wits. These men seem a little bit off kiltered and. Uh, I definitely have an idea, and he's gonna offer to enact a teamwork feat to give everyone um, precise strikes. So if nice. we ever are flanking, that will get you know one d six of sneak attack. Oh. But he's gonna say that and then be like, "Now I'm gonna go across, and I'm going to create a distraction." Oh my gosh! And um, before you do. And he just relays all the information that he heard. Stay away from the stable. Emphasis on staying away from the stable. They're drunk, and then there's something about someone knows how to throw a potty. Whatever yeah. his name oh, was. Okay. Just relaying the, all the information to the yeah. group before you go in there. Yeah, yeah. You, heard the, okay. you, you heard the word specifically. This is the best Red Rock Revel we've ever heard, or we've ever been to. Mm, yeah. um, you heard that Hulk really knows how to throw a party. Uh, and you heard, don't go near the stable. Now let's okay. check on Hulk. Uh, sure, no, it's local, probably. You know, big green guy, really buff. You know. 19. One of the Avengers. One of the Avengers. 28. Um, I'm not going to bother rolling. 28 is pretty tough. <laughs> uh, maybe That's a you've, 20 with a you've heard of him. Like the, the, the current race in general is very secretive. So any of them gaining any level of notoriety is very, very low. Um, they just don't talk much about anything. So Hulk sounds like, from what you know of Korid, maybe Estefan can confirm, Hulk does sound like a Korid name. Uh, so it's it's most likely he is a Korid, uh, but it, it's also likely that, you, or basically, you also don't recognize that name in particular. Yeah. Um, I, I would like to warn you all, I don't know who this is, but based on his name being Hulk, he may be huge, like four and a half feet tall compared to the other <laughs> <laughs> Tread easy, boys. Respectively uh, enormous. Um, Egret, oh. uh, I mean, this is what Egret wants to do because, like, she has this. I love these guys. She they're has this. So good. She has this inkling that they're going to be more magically based if they're especially a Fey type. 
Um, and they they have the ability to really, you know, hunker down on like giving us illnesses or you know disabilities or something that's really gonna affect our performance. So she thinks that a ranged attack is gonna be the best option. So she wants to. Can she see them from where she's standing? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they're just kind of walking around. Okay. Like you well, see them all on the map here. She is going to try and roll a stealth check first, just to see if she, oh. like she can. Well, if I mean, if she if they can't see see her already, like she wants to um, cast fireball right in the middle of her. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, because not only does it do a crap ton of damage, but um, it's also a twenty foot radius. So if I, you know, if I if I set the fireball right here. I have a 400 foot range. So I can cast this yeah. from 400 feet away. It can begin plus anywhere 40, you choose. Yeah. Right, exactly. So like, I mean, I want to like set it like right here so it literally engulfs every yeah, single yeah. one of them. More um, or less here. They would all have to make a reflex save for half. It'd be DC 16 for every single one of them. Yep. But um, that would definitely make the combat starting for everybody easier. So she's going to it like mm -hmm. basically tell everybody what she's planning on doing mm -hmm. so that you guys can get ready and do whatever what make whatever preparations you need to before mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. anything goes nuts but like that's what she wants to do so yeah well so then Darren's basically just suggesting that he's going to go and try to draw all their attention and then have you guys get behind them make and... it seem like the fireball is yeah, coming like from that you he <laughs> it, right so right. so i'm sure that all gets communicated and okay um, Mira's gonna just chime in real quick and say, like, I think we might need to take into consideration the fact that we were expecting the rangers to come out being freed. Now that this fort has been taken over, maybe these people have been killed. Um, she, Egret, uh, I'll just give you a big picture and say yeah. decide to move. Yeah, Egret, um, basically, she agrees and she says, you know, you might be right, they might not have survived, but this fort still needs to be cleaned out. We still need to, we still need to retake this fort, regardless if it's the Iron Fang or if it is, um, uh, if it's, you know, these people. You know, we, 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 either way, either way, they're no friends of ours and um, there still could possibly be prisoners here. We don't know what areas of this fort um, are contaminated by these creatures mm. um, and what parts are or aren't. We just don't know. Mira's like, well, I'm also curious as to find out whether or not the Iron Fang is still a presence within this fort. Mm. Well, they have been around. The Hobgoblins are definitely here. Uh, I think our best course of action would be to um, el eliminate the, the threats as we see them and um, just keep a wary eye out. All right. Let's do this. Darren's gonna be like, too, like, a fireball could cause a ruckus. You know, because, like, all of these forts, I'd imagine, have windows and stuff. Yeah, and, through, and if you were to look around, too, you can see through all these, there's, on the outside of the building, you see, like, arrow slats, right? So they're yep. very thin, narrow windows designed just to fire arrows at any approaching mm -hmm. enemies while giving yourself maximum cover. Mm -hmm. From and the inside? On the like, inside, they're wider, but they're still pretty narrow. Yeah. Like, yeah. You, you probably wouldn't be able to squeeze through unless you were maybe a small humanoid. Right. But they're they're a little bit wider. But anybody from any tower can look in and see what's and going on. And there's like the three right. levels of that. Yeah, and uh, anyone on the rooftops, too, could also see it clearly. Um, yeah, so there's... And there are three stories tall. consider sneaking in. Or luring them out. 
Who are you guys? The guys in the courtyard. Oh, they're the guys in the courtyard out past the wall? Right. I think I think we should just, uh, judging off of what we've had to do before when it came to um, dealing with forts, I mean, I feel like we should be okay. I mean, a fireball is not a lasting effect. It only lasts a couple of seconds, so it'd be like a big flash, and that would be essentially it. It'd be one big burst of flame, and then everything would disperse. Like, it's going to hit the targets and do damage, and... That'll be that. If we want to stand by the wall and wait for them to come to us, we can do that. You know, like we we, we have the ability to to wait for them to come to us. But I would say the ability to hit six characters in a single attack is pretty awesome. Pretty yeah, I know. I think I that's, can see the bloodlust. Yeah, I understand I mean, yeah. it. Yeah, Darren will be like, "Well, you've never led me wrong before." Except that time you got captured by a bunch of trouble. <laughs> that one time you made a bad decision. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mira kind of like spins her knife on her hand and is like, Estefan, what do you think? Should we sneak in or should we take them head on? Estefan says, uh, I like I like the fireball idea. <laughs> let, let me get in on that too. Uh, all right. Ooh. I'll cast the okay, okay, soul. I'll cast the soul. Oh, you have it too? No, no, no. I have a different spell I'll cast at the same oh, time. Okay, cool. Ooh, I Sounds think. good. Um, yeah, then that's what she's gonna do. Egret's gonna, um, just make sure that they're, like, visual, and she's going to make sure everybody's ready and prepared. Um, um we can all just prepare actions to yeah, fire so something right as soon as this Darren, happens. Darren will ready to, like, pretty much just run across them to this area, and, and pretty much try to draw them all that way, and, like, ready his action of, you know, doing his braggart feat of just being, like... I've killed so many people that are much bigger than you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, um, so I mentioned too, any anything with stone on it here on the map is difficult, difficult to train. train. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Figures. So I think we should all just get ready to fire something as soon as like fireball, like just kind of falls, like like let's okay. load the surprise round. Yeah. Yeah. Darren will have an alchemist fire on him too. Because I mean, Mir can deal sneak attack on the first guy from this close, so. Alright. Are we ready to do this, fellas? Let's freaking do this. what we're doing? Alright, I you're think ready? so. Alright, well, so first of all, are you guys moving at all, or are you guys just attacking from where you're at? We should just attack think, from where we're at. I think at. that would be the really best course of action, at least until we can figure out whether or not they have range or not. Yeah, Which they might, but if they, but if, we'll, fu- we'll figure that out really soon. So you know? technically Darren's ready to action is to enact the teamwork feat, go as far as he can, through the difficult terrain and just kind of like braggart and be over here and he'll have an alchemist fire equipped. That's right. kind of his ready to action. So, sorry, let me... You could enact the precise strike first before we go, then alchemist yeah, fire it has hand, five rounds. then run and toss all at the same time. That's what I'll do. So, yeah. before you begin, as all these guys are kind of walking around... Mira's rolling a stealth. So of all these guys walking around, they're all looking. Thirty-three. They're me. all looking like you know, as you, like again, Espen noted, like they're kind of like stumbling. They'll kind of slap each other on the back. They'll kind of like ah, you know, laughing and goofing. They're all pretty sloppy. Yeah. As you guys are walking around, you guys are figuring all this stuff out. One of these guys like kind of sits over there, like, <laughs> and looks over, and for a minute, like 
Yeah. And his eyes go wide open. <laughs> and he stares directly at Egret and kind of like sees her, like it sees you and sees everybody else like in like a defensive stance, like getting ready to attack. And he looks at all of you and uh Mira shoots him. Hold uh. on. So So he looks at all of you guys and kind of looks at you wide eyed and everything. And like he's holding his wine in front of him and everything. He looks at you guys and looks at his wine and then looks back at you guys like <laughs> Ah! 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 That's the craziest thing I've seen all day! Oh, it looks like there's a big old weird party over there. Oh, man, this thing's getting to my head! And he, like, walks on off, and he kind of laughs the guy, What? What? What did you say? I look like I was a funny lady with, uh, like, r- fiery red hair. And, uh, Which Bunce is the only one who hears all this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so well, he you, understands it. Yeah, you yeah. can see, so the one guy starts talking to, you know, he starts actually speaking in common. Oh. And then, you know, as he's explaining all this stuff and turns back to his buddy, he's like, I'm the hand of you all. And they start speaking back in their other language. Um, mm. Which, uh, anyone have linguistics to identify the language? Oh, jeez. Nope. Oh. I think um, I do. You probably would. I, I think uh, Egret has linguistics. linguistics. Uh, Egret has, Egret, Egret has a point in linguistics. Yeah? Okay. Um, yep. Yep. Natural 20. 21. Nice! All right. So both of you guys look at each other and you're like, it's Sylvan. And you know, like, <laughs> just, and I said 21. 21? Oh, I speak, yeah. yeah, I speak right. Sylvan. Um, no. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I have a total no, of 26. No, really? so. Nice. What? So the so you guys look at each other. It's Sylvan and like Esteban, like yeah, you know, like, humans with high intelligence. Been spoken, I'm like, yeah, I've understood all language. of this so far. Yep. Um, <laughs> yeah. So it is a Sylvan language. It's a Fey language. It is like a magical creature, kind of like. Nice. I want to play a Sylph so bad. Yeah. They're so cool. They're pretty cool. So they're speaking Sylvan. So Esteban and you know and and Bunsen is still able to comprehend all this stuff. But they're basically talking like like oh, I thought I saw some people trying to kill us. <laughs> <laughs> they probably <laughs> they probably do that too, uh, and they're just like, "Oh, that's hilarious!" Hey, get it, fill me up, and all that. And like they're like talking back and forth, like they basically like saw you, looked you dead in the eyes, and thought like, oh, "That's hilarious!" And then walked back and kept like entertaining. Oh my gosh! Wow. wow, that's amazing. These guys have trained soldiers. All right, well, let's um, fire. Well, before we do, should we have our guest roll a drink? Die. Mm. Do it. Do it. We need a d20. So, really Anytime 20. that number comes up, that's a drink. Whenever it's a natural roll. 18. 18. Ooh. That was what it was last week. Look at that. I'll happily drink at 18. If I'm rolling 18, uh, yeah. it'll never happen again. Just like the law that you're allowed to drink after you're 18 years old. Perfect. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> nope, In pretty, Wisconsin. I'm 98% sure that's the rule. All right, so. Uh, In <laughs> Wisconsin. Is it true in Wisconsin? Yes. Yes, oh. in Wisconsin it is. If your parents approve. Yeah. Uh, if the parents are present, I think is the rule. But anyways, uh, so yeah, so uh, roll for initiative? Is that yeah, what right well, now? it's surprise round, yeah, but yes. All right. Uh, give you a Come little on, secret. 18th. They're all surprised. Um, no, I have an idea you're there. Ten. That was horrible. Also oh, finally a good roll. There you go. Yeah. You're out of your funk. I'm out of my funk. Um, we can't roll. Roll. What's your bonus? Plus five. Ah, plus six. Hey. My initiative, I believe, is a plus three, so that would be... Yep, that 18. would be a um, Dang, 19 for Egret. What'd you roll? 15. Nice. Good round. We all did pretty decent. <laughs> well, we rolled tens, so... 
Competing for last place. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> I need to look up a couple things here. Uh, you didn't expect us to take on the boss battle in the first. <laughs> this is the hardest fight in the entire game. Six uh, drunken dwarfs. Yeah. Six half drunk dwarf, Right. All right. I got a lot of these. Are half dwarf, half gnome? That's pretty That's good. Basically, what they are. Oh my god! Complete right. morons. No wizard. I was gonna say like cavemen hippies with the dreads. <laughs> I see a uh, the hero from the Flintstones. The hero. Hail Kabam! I've never oh, seen yeah. the Flintstones. I think I might know what you're talking about. My vaguely, it's like what the Flintstones watch on TV when Pebbles uh-huh. and Bam Bam are watching TV. How really? do they have TV? That's so weird. They had. Um, Put Stone K, whatever they see. Excuse me. (laughs) All right, got a lot of initiatives. We're talking about six different combatants here. Any 18s in there? Okay, Eager, what'd you get? Uh, 19. 19, Estefan. 10. 10, Mira. Uh, 10. 10 as well. With a plus 6, and he has a plus 5, so I'm first. All right, Darren. 15. 15. Bunsen. 18. Nice. All right, now give me half an hour to put everyone in order, because oh my gosh! All right, we got quite it's a few. It's okay. Of these guys. We'll get a couple. We'll get a multi kill in like the first round. Right. <laughs> yeah. Banter. While I figure this out, there's quite a few of these guys. Ah. Let's take a moment of silence. Difficult terrain is That's half distance. That's not silence. Oh right? my god. Huh? Difficult terrain, half distance. Yeah, everybody did is. listen to the episode, right? Yeah, yeah. we right. did. Yeah, well, basically, each hat. each square is ten feet rather mm-hmm. than five. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, on the we're on, on the rocks. We're on difficult terrain. So, I was listening to the Dallas show today. Which mm. is ah. hilarious! Oh, you're not caught great. up? Not on completely the on that. It's so great. Yeah, it was pretty great. The Dallas show? I thought it was annoying. Really? They didn't do, like, anything. They so... kept rolling crits and fumbles the whole time. I yeah. know, but it was, like, annoying at a certain point. It was yeah, like, they, oh, they my drank God. Too much. <laughs> yeah, they they drank too much. So much. Yeah. The, the newer one is great. Portland? Portland yeah, is good. Portland's really good. Nice. So you'll enjoy it. Yep. If you okay. like Dallas, you'll you like Portland. It was All funny right. because Grant referenced something from the Portland show in the intro. Yeah, he did. So, yeah, really? I don't know if it just went over your head of like, what Praise Lock. Praise yeah. Lock! Yeah. Yep. That's a, that's a Portland thing. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Alright, so, uh, surprise round. Uh, really, everybody gets a chance to either do a move action or a standard action, one or the other, in the surprise round. Uh, first up in the surprise round is Egret. Alright, Egret. Is uh, basically she's gonna raise her hand and like just like just start casting and cast fireball. And basically, what it is is like it's like this little sphere-sized ball that just mm-hmm. shows up and we're at whatever we're at whatever area she's aiming for, and it just starts to kind of glow yeah. and you know and it basically just kind of like compacts and then just yeah. bursts. I love the idea and of like so, these drunk chords are all like ha, blah 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 blah, and they all see this magical glowing light like. Eh. Oh, and then lands on the ground. All of them like bury all around it, and just boom! Like, so oh, they all need to they all need to roll a, a DC sixteen reflex save for half damage. Okay. So first thing I need you to do, and I'm gonna have you do this six separate times. <gasps> I need you to roll 
a caster level check. What? Spell resistance. Spell resistance. You're kidding. They have spell resistance. I totally forgot about this. Even if they're even if they are unaware of what's going on, it is part of their being that they are built to resist spells. Shoot, man. We may have made a mistake. (laughs) Man. All right. Fine. I have to roll a caster level check for each one of them? So, yes, because each of them has... You have to overcome each of their spell resistances. So this is 12 plus your caster level. I'm sorry, hold on. No, this is a... How do you roll against this? Yeah, what is this little hook, by the way? Oh, gosh. What have I done? Is that just like a piece of a building right here? So 1d20 plus caster level is what you have to roll. So your caster level is 5, yes? Uh Uh-huh. Level 5 cleric. So you need to roll a d20 plus 5 is what you're getting. Just roll 6d20s plus 5. 6d20s plus 5. So tell me one at a time. Roll a d20, add 5 to each roll. Six times. All right. Here we go. Natural 19. Okay. 24. I can just yell them out for you. Natural 18. Yeah! Uh, 23. Yes! 24, 23. Uh, 11. Okay. Good. Uh, uh, 17. Okay. Come on. Oh, yeah, 20. Nice. And one more. Little rocks. Uh, 13. Those were all really good rolls. All right. Call yourself out of the funk. Those are pretty great. All right. So now I need to roll reflex saves for each of them. Oh, my gosh. Gosh. (laughs) What did we do? Did I really hit every single one of them? Uh, I mean, you, you... the area of effect capturing okay. each one of them. I'll tell you how many of them you you hit. Okay. Well, and I'll tell you which one of them. Re- what's the DC of the reflex high. save? It's a sixteen. 16. Okay, sixteen reflex save. Their spell resistance shouldn't be super high because they're they look fighter level. Right. Okay. And they're all morons. Hey. Hey. They're just drunk. <laughs> what? They're just drunk. They're this, just morons. This is true. Okay, so, guys, this is complicated. All right, yeah. six combatants. We're talking about spell resistance. We're talking about reflex save. We got initiative rolls on here. Woo! We're working today. So right. here's what happens. I think you came prepared, Danny. Again, they all sit down there. They all kind of like huddle up over the top of it. They all stare like as it lands right between all those. Poof! Burst of flames explode in all directions. It looks like the maybe it's because they're quick. Maybe it's because they, you know, have, we're expecting this. Maybe it's for whatever reason whatsoever. But they watch all this, poof, this thing blasts off. It looks like, as you're scanning through all of them in the middle of everything, it looks like two of them are like, what just happened? They're like, they look completely <laughs> confused, completely they unaffected. Hit, so wow. it'd be 11 yeah. Two of them, you just see the flames like, shoof, like wrap around them, but never actually come in contact with them. So they're just well, like, Fireworks! Ah! Like a couple of them, like almost look like happy to see how this happens. <laughs> Every other one that took damage passed its will save or passed its reflex save. Wow! Every single one. Of, so four. So two of them were unaffected entirely. The other four all passed the reflex save. What is the damage? Have? Oh my god! Come on. One. All right. <laughs> one. Two. Put in the tray. Three. And six. 
Of right. course, the last one's a freaking six. Oh, total that up. What was the total? 13. 1, 1, 2, yeah. three, 13, 13 total, so oh, 6 points. Oh my god. Is what happened. So, alright. Well, it's a great idea. Uh, I'm gonna just keep track of these guys as oh, best man. as I can here. Sorry, I mean, you did hit... I mean, you had the potential to hit all of them. If it were not for spell resistance, and if it were not for their saves, which were pretty killer... Um, I like I rolled rocks on pretty much all of them. I think all but one I rolled over ten. Um, but the uh, uh, but yeah, you did do damage to four of these little cord guys. They're like ah, and they're all stunned all of a sudden. Uh, Bunsen, you're up. Uh, Bunsen's gonna take out his crossbow. Ooh. Do we know which one of them uh, that we watched the spell kind of wrap around him? So uh, nope, no so idea. I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and say. The, uh, oh gosh, I gotta number these guys now. <laughs> <sighs> Alright, so this, uh, I'm gonna go ahead and do something here. This is more work than it, it should be here. But I'm gonna say... Can you just tell us we can keep track? That guy. Uh, Pinky Stink. Pinky Stink. Pinkers. Um, yeah, you know what, I'm gonna make him, I'm gonna make him blue. Because he's magically unaffected. That guy, and... Kind of brilliant. That guy or unaffected. All right, that works out. Everyone shooting else the guy directly in front of me. Great, right there. Taking a crossbow shot. Natty one. All right, oh. very good. Fumble. Fumble card. All right. You want me to read it? You want to read it? You can read it, so I get to receive. All the right. Of what happens. It's a ranged in the line of fire. Your target. Your your attack hits the nearest ally and is a. Critical threat. Oh, oh come on! You must roll to confirm the critical oh. hit. So uh, who is poorly. the nearest ally? So where are you? So it's either. I think it'd be so that it's either one. Mira. It, or it's Mira or Mira's Mira is in front. I'd say it's in front. front. It'd be more likely than someone directly. So here, here we go. Just... Roll d six. One and two is Estefan. Four or three and higher is Mira. One. Okay, uh, it's Estefan. <laughs> oh. So, Critical Ooh. threat. That's horrible. As he pulls out his crossbow, it go just goes home. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Go home. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Never uh, leave it on your back. A nine. Oh, it's a miss. Okay, right. so just no, a it's hit. just a oh, hit. Just a hit. So let's roll that crossbow. It's just one d8. It's going to be one d8. Uh, it's just a light crossbow, right? Yes. It's just a light crossbow. We're good. I'm not even good with them. Four damage. All right. Ugh. Could have been much, much worse. That's terrible. Wow. Could have been much, much better, too. Yeah, that's true. Are you working with them? So, you can only make a move action or a standard action, so you can't yes. run yeah. in for yes. mm -hmm. I hear you. And did you enact your teamwork feat? Yes. Beforehand, okay. yes. yes. So you've, you've kind of like powwowed with everyone. Here's right. what we're going to do. Yeah. And everyone feels good about it. Uh -huh. And you have a certain amount of rounds on that, right? Five rounds. All right. We're on the top of round one. Oh, we're all in a surprise round. So. Oh, sorry, yes. Round zero. Darren, move or standard? What are you going to do? Ah. You got difficult terrain. I know. All right, then Darren shall... Um, Toss an elk. Yeah, yeah he's going to just hunk, hook a... Uh, just stay where you are and yeah, toss okay. an alchemist fire. Hook an alchemist right here. Well, it, it would only a... do one point of damage to that. Those oh, guys. with the splash. Yeah, so I would just try and. Well, hit then him. he will javelin actually. Nice. Can I do that? Yeah. 
Okay. He's gonna just hook a, hook a javelin right at this guy. Now, we are assuming that you had a javelin in hand before combat well, began. But I was I'll assuming I could it. do a full round. You guys so. were very clearly prepped for combat, so sure, you okay. can throw a javelin. Okay, so I will roll to hit. It is... Javelin. So I have to equip my javelin. Hook that junk! Hook that junk. What you gonna do? Gonna hook that junk. <laughs> I like what that. What you gonna do? I'm gonna hook so he has a javelin in one hand, shield in the other hand. Hucks the javelin, and it is a 19 to hit flat-footed. Ooh, against which one? Against this guy. This guy right here. Okay, I gotta, I gotta use my my amazing, and I mean amazing Photoshop <laughs> abilities. <laughs> which one is this guy? Back. Yes. Okay. All right, so that's Cora one. Photoshop a javelin into him. Photoshop a javelin. That'd be pretty good. Yeah. Oh, what's in there? Is this guy right? No, no, this guy. This guy. Okay. This guy got hit by the javelin. All right, this guy. Got it. Cora one. Beautiful. All right, so what's what's the damage? Six points. I'm sorry. Wait, what was it to hit? It was a 19 flat-footed. 19 flat-footed. I got a lot of windows open right now. 19 flat-footed. That is a hit. All right, what's the damage? Six points. Six points. I th- imagine it hits him right in the freaking thigh. It does. Um, so it... Uh, near Mathias. So you struck <laughs> near Mathias. Uh, so as you, you know, you, you hawk this thing, you just, whoo, and you just, you it, like, know. like breaks it just his glass he's rolling into. Yeah, and like, yeah, it, like knocks the drink out of his hand. It hits him in the leg. And it literally just like it like hits him like and then falls to the ground like it doesn't like stick in him or anything like yeah. that. He's just like, Ugh! and like looks at it and like even the way that it hit this guy, it looked like did he have some kind of armor or something like that? But he seemed like he wasn't all that bothered by it. Dr. Oh, so next up is uh, Mira. Uh, Mira is going to shoot at this guy right okay. here. Okay, with figure out which one that is. Alright, this, this guy. guy. Yes. That's number two. Gonna shoot at him with the crossbow, dealing sneak attack damage if I hit because he's flat footed. Okay. And close enough. Roll me that noise. Ready? Yep. 18 to hit flat footed. This is. What are you doing again? Just a crossbow. Okay. Fire the crossbow. That is a hit! Yeah! So, with a crossbow, my sneak attack is only 3d4 instead of 3d8. Ooh, okay. I've been wanting to roll this for a while. Uh, 9, 12 points of damage. Woo! Hey now. Alright, 12 points of damage. So, as you see, he just, like, again, like, hits the guy, he's like, ah! But, like, he just kind of, like, plucks it out of him. And, like, the tip is still intact. Like, there's blood on it, but, again, it just, like, didn't seem as bothered as you thought he might be. Huh. Uh, Estefan, you're up. Begins to cast. Begins to cast. Well, actually, he just casts. You have a standard. (coughs) It's a standard, yeah. Okay, good. And rocks begin to rain from the sky. Stone Cold! Nice. There's no spell resistance. Okay. There's no reflex saves. Okay. They just take 2d6 damage. Okay. All right. right. Is it just because it's physical damage that there's no spell resistance? So so is physical, not magical damage? It's. Hang on. What is the spell? It magically creates stone stones stone that fall from the sky. Little shades of... 2d6 bludgeoning. Shades of Egith's damage right here. All right. I like it. 
All right, so are you going to roll it individually so or for everybody? I'm going to roll it individually. It's more fun that way. It is, <laughs> it is that way. I'm going to go one, two, three, four, five, six. Okie doke. So number one, the one who was shot by uh, Mira. Okay. Ten points of damage. Nice. All right. Nice. Oh, the other one who was shot. That's literally a crack die. By hit with the javelin, that's five. Okay. The guy in the middle, nine. Okay. Now the two blue guys, eight. Okay. And five. Hold on a second. Um, okay, eight and five, you said? Yep. Okay, and the last and then guy? The last guy, seven. Okay. Nice. All right. And yep. that was all difficult terrain around them, too. Yeah. Okay, good. So now basically everything's difficult terrain. Pretty much. So Pretty as much. soon as all this like yeah, you just see like as like these rocks come like raining from the sky. And these guys, like you look at them and like as soon as it hits the top of their head, like it's almost comical. Like some of the rocks are just like bounce off their heads and they like, don't even flinch. Like some oh of them are gosh. literally like looking back up and just like and they're just like confused. It's like where this is all coming from. Um, and at this point they have all realized, oh, you're right there. And they all, at the top of round one, combat is officially begun. So the first guy, which, all right, let's figure out which one is the first guy. This guy. Uh, So he is going to, oh gosh, what's he going to do? This is not good, guys. He's going to, and it's, you look at him, and he basically, like, he looks back over at everybody. First person he sees is Mira. I'm sorry, he sees Egret. So he looks back at Egret, and kind of like, hmm. And then he little like jumps back. Um, there's a there's a rock right here, this big boulder. You see this guy like Ooh, and like pushes himself into the boulder, and he literally like Oof, and he's just like gone. Like you look at this guy, basically like it's like he just like fades. What do we get ourselves in into? Oh, and he just like Oof, and he's totally gone. And like you said, they're like, where did he go? And for a second, he pops up right next to you. No, out of a stone next to you, just like Oof, pops back up and then goes to attack you. Uh, who who are you attacking? To Egret. Okay. Yep. So pops up, goes to attack Egret, and he's got this big old weird club. Uh, actually, you know what? Let me see. So he's holding like a big club in his hands. It look pre- it looks pretty primitive. Um, let me see this. Okay, that's cool. Club a dub dub. Okay, that's good. Oh. All right, so this guy, he does that, and he goes to basically just like, boom, crack you with this this hammer that he's got. Um, I'm going to roll my metal die here, my glow-in-the-dark metal die. Uh, so that's going to be a uh, 20. Uh, not flat-footed, so just 20 against your AC. Um, 20 is my AC, exactly. Oh, is it? Well, look at that. Uh, so then we're going to roll uh, damage, max damage. Not terrible, though. Only 10 points of damage. All right. So now it's a free action. As he gets up near you, his hair, like, like it, like, like, wraps almost all around you, and it, like, it grabs under your arm and your leg, and, like, it tries to, like, wrap you up, and, like, it kind of, like, restrains some of your movement. Roll me a reflex save. Oh, boy. What have you done? Not the worst thing in the world. I would say he must have been very caught off guard by all of that. Oh, what the frick? Yeah, as he pops out of the ground and like crawls his way out of a rock, smacks you upside the head, and his hair grabs you. So you are entangled. 
is all that it is for one round. So you are... I'm sorry, hold on a second. Oh my uh, gosh, what yeah, did we so, do? So you are currently entangled. So basically you cannot move away from this guy. Um, you're stuck. No five foot steps, no move actions. You are stuck with this guy. Um, that is his turn. Second guy, he's up. Uh, so let me find second guy. There's a lot That's going on, that I, I guess. Alright, hold on. Let me... I gotta fix my numerical value system here for these guys. This is the most complicated fight, I think, that we've had. Because we're talking about spell resistance. We're talking about DR. We're talking about six friggin' guys! Ah! Um, so, uh, second guy. Is that what I said? Second guy here, he... What's he gonna do? So, we're in difficult terrain here. So, he's going to... Oh, gosh. There's so much to keep track of on this one, guys. I'm doing my best. Bear with me. All right. Uh, good. Beautiful. All right. So, he's going to move. Uh, let me make sure I know his movement speed. So, we're in difficult terrain, so he can go, he can go 5... 10, 15, uh, and then there'd be... I'm sorry, hold on. So he's here. Yeah, 15. 10, That's 20. as far as he can go, right? Wouldn't that be 20 total? Well, he'd go 5, 10, 15. Uh, Diagonal that, is 7 and a half. Okay. With yeah. difficult, so, so first that's one all counts as 5, too. and that's all typical. Right, so that's so the end of his movement. can 5-foot step into a diagonal, but... Not during difficult terrain, though. Yeah, but not during difficult terrain. Alright, so now this is going to affect all of you. Oh, shit. Oh, this God, guy no. this guy walks over, he just kind of, like, crawls his way through the stones, and kind of, like, he's, like, hopping. Like, as you watch him go, he's, like, mm. from one foot to the other, he's, like, hopping his way across stones, trying to avoid this difficult terrain. And as he looks there, he looks at all of you guys with his wine glass, and he's still holding it, by the way, like, club in one hand, wine glass in the other, hops his way from stone to stone, Looks at all of you guys like, ha, 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 ha. and there's so he does this really weird boisterous laugh. No. And you guys, as you all look at this laugh, it's like it's like your eyes like jitter and like your you just feel like your mind is being messed with. Oh. I need you to roll me a fortitude save. Fortitude, okay. A forti like you just feel it like like you feel like as his laughter, the sound waves reverberate out from you. Feel it go through your entire body. And like your eyes just get fixated on, on this guy, it's like bah, just, just, bah, there you bah. go. All right. Question: Is this a spell like or supernatural ability? That's a really good question. Let me check. This is a supernatural ability. All right, cool. I get a plus four then. Look at that, kind of handy. And I still rolled terribly. Okay, so now tell me, everybody, what'd y'all get? Sixteen for Mira. Okay. I think I got a nine. Okay. Five. Five. 14 for Estefan. 14 for Estefan, Egret? 21. 21. Alright, so, what was it? 16. What was it? 9. And then 5 for... I'm oh, sorry, 7. 7 for Bunsen. Is this an enchanted Does Lenny spell? need to roll, Supernatural too? Supernatural ability. Ah, Alright, uh, Yes, Lenny does need to roll. Fortitude. Fortitude for Lenny. 12 for Lenny. 12. So, so Darren, Lenny, no. and Bunsen. All feel very strange as this like ha 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 ha, and it's like it's like you're caught in a loop for a second. It's just like mesmerizing in this really weird way. Um, the uh, what's gonna happen here? Let me make sure I realize this difficult this. terrain is not good for Mira. Uh, all right, well look at that. 
Alright, so Combat's usually... got a lot less like lighthearted. <laughs> They're yeah. like really freaky. We thought this was gonna you be way easier. Guys, this is book two. Alright, you're level five. Oh, Start acting God. like it. Uh, I mean, it was well intended. Like, if these guys had no spell resistance, no DR, yeah, no, terrible no, reflex like... aids, we could have cleaned them up, you know? Yeah. And this could have been a piece of cake. Yeah, but, like, man. they did really well. Most of, the, most of them took less than five damage um, from the whole thing. Uh, so, sorry. So, what's going to happen now is Lenny and Estef- Sorry, Lenny, Darren, and Bunsen. You guys all... Oh, my gosh. Really? Right. It's not like you. <laughs> Oh, this doesn't seem right, we but I'm pretty sure it's right. I'm gonna double check on my other thing here. Um, let me make sure I got this exactly. Right. Sleep for ten rounds. Okay, here's what's gonna happen. You guys, Fascinated. as you guys, is <laughs> looping in front of you guys. You're all looking at this. First thing that happens, you drop everything you're holding. Oh my god! Drops to the grounds. You may take no actions. For your next round, you take a minus two to AC. What? Um, and uh, you have essentially no dex modifier. So you have no dex. You are stunned. Is what has just happened. Oh, this is an ability called stunning laughter. So it's just bah, you're just like Ugh. it's just like you, your mind goes soft as you get like caught in this loop. And you on so Lenny uh, by himself. Just gets like mesmerized by his laugh. Darren on top drops whatever he's holding to the ground below Lenny. And then Bunsen, with his crossbow in hand, drops that to the ground. And you both become just kind of like loopy and stare at these guys. Um, so that's their turn. All right. Third Corrid is going to go. We rolled killer initiatives, by the way. Oh Not even like. Top three, I think, were like 18, 19, and 20. Like, they were really good initiative rolls. Um, so... Uh, what's the what's the third one here? You know, it's just don't be too proud to run. You know, if you have to run with your tail <laughs> you between your legs, you can just do this that, and that's fine. Good. Uh, so let so me when see the GM here. tells you to run, that means it's really bad. Well, I'm just saying you can't. All right, so Boulder right here. Oh, he doubles in size. Uh, no, so he just whoop, like you know looks again back at everybody else and kind of like darts into the rock and appears exactly here. Next to Mira. Of course. And now he is going to take a little swing, swing, swing with his club as well. It's going to go whoosh. Uh, that's got to be... And as he goes to do it too, he's kind of like... Argh! Like he's very sloppy with it. And he, he goes to swing. Uh, that's going to be a... 13 to hit? That's a miss. <laughs> Way out. It's just a miss. And then his hair goes to like wrap around your ankles. Roll me a reflex save. Natural 20. You're fine. So it comes up just, and his hair just kind of like flutters around you and tries to like paw at you. But it can't quite get a, get a grip. Um, Egret, you're up. Okay. Um, well, I guess I need to break out of this grapple. You are entangled. So you or could, you, you spend a move action to get unentangled. So you can do an escape artist check or a, is a strength check. Um, I believe is the other one okay. uh, to try and like break out of the binds. Um, so escape artist or strength check to get out of there, or you could ignore that as your move action and like just foam run attack on this guy. But you only have one attack, so you may as well try to break free. Yeah, um, yeah, she's just gonna do that. Okay. Uh, escape artist or strength check. Okay. Um, 
Your okay. escape artist might be. Yeah, better. my escape artist is better. Um, all right, here goes nothing. Natty Night Team. Nice. Ooh, you're good. You just kind of like swat away this hair. You know, and even as you swat, like your fingers kind of burn for a second. And it just kind of singes the edge of his beard as it like curls up back towards him. Uh, and you are not entangled. What would you like to do? Um, well, um, I, I can't take another move action. And I can't attack without provoking. So, um, yeah, I mean, I feel like is any... Well, you wouldn't provoke. You can just attack. I can, I can, I yeah. can attack him? Yep. Okay, then I'm going to um, cast um, murder, Murderous Command. Ooh. Now this is, he attacks his nearest ally, correct? Yeah. Okay. So it's not attack nearest creature, because that's right. still you. Yeah. So, okay, what's a, the DC? Well, does he have I to a, do a... It's, it's a, a will save of DC, it's DC 14 will save. Okay. So, so first thing you need to roll... Resistance. Oh, shoot, I gotta do that. I assume it's it's a part of this command, yeah. And because he's next to him, doesn't he have to roll, like, um, concentration? It's mind or... affecting. Oh, yeah, because you're threatened. Technically, you'd have to make a concentration check to cast the spell. Or is it casting if I'm defensively? What? It's, uh, yeah, cast, or combat casting combat is a casting. feat that helps you do that. But you basically have to roll a concentration check because you are casting within a threatened space. Oh. Is it an AOL? Oh, I'm not Unless it's a touch attack. Is it a touch attack? Um, I think it's a it's, it's a, a mind it's a mind effect it's a mind affecting attack in this range. Yeah, you'd have to um, roll some kind of concentration check. Then I think it's an AOO there's, too. There's no way that I'm doing that. Um, if that's the case, then um, she's going to because he's not going to stand there and let you cast a spell. Then she's no. Then, then she's going to. Um, I can't cast anything, um, and I can't take a five foot step. To Punch him. him. Eat him. Yeah, I'm gonna punch somebody with damage resistance. Do it. Um, It'll be fun. I don't know what the heck I can do. Um, this guy's probably, by the way, like three feet tall. Like he comes up to, like your waist. This is like a small child trying to attack you. Okay. He's a weird little grubby guy. Yeah. <laughs> um. Geez, I don't know what to do. I'm, I'm I'm completely out of ideas at this point because. Everything Grappling. I can do is a. Yeah, this is so stupid. What weapons or what uh, All spells I have do? Are bows. Can you do a knowledge Swords. check or something? I wanted to get a bastard sword, but the DM wouldn't let me. Yeah, one so, day and the only. Sorry. Um. All I have is all I have is a bow. Like, try and you don't have any weapons? I have no. I don't Did you have break any, out of the? Really? I don't have any weapons besides I you my had bows. some kind of sword. I'd, Tried getting a bastard sword, but hey, we you get a difference. I just dropped a javelin and a shield. Yeah, <laughs> well, you threw a javelin. Yeah, they're no, both over there. I, I must have been holding another one. Well, maybe not. Try maybe well, like step like walk away and fire your bow at him. You want to um, throw it in that round? She's going well, I to. My shield. Um, she's gonna. Ca- well, she's gonna take her. She's gonna take the. Um, she's gonna gonna um, use the wand of mage armor. Okay, so it goes so, to poof, cast yeah. that on herself. So he's going to take the AOO. Uh, that's going to be... Ah, 18 is a miss, it's yeah? A miss, yeah. Okay, so that's a miss. So just... Yeah, yeah, very sloppy. Kind of like swipes past you. Um, and he... Uh, yeah, so he misses on that one. So I think you, you still have to roll your concentration, but it's 10 plus spell level plus damage dealt, which is zero. So it's plus your caster level. So caster level plus... Uh, 
Sorry, roll a dice. Let's figure that out. Alright. 94. 94 plus 5, so we're talking about 10 plus uh, spell level damage. Yeah, that's, uh, that's technically a fail. You cast Wait, level f- you what are you five. trying to do? Uh, this concentration check. Oh, okay. Because you're casting but it's a defensively. Touch, but it's touch, though. It's not, uh, it's a, it's a, it's a... Wait, which spell are you casting? Mage armor on himself. Mage armor on myself. Oh, okay, then you're fine. I, yeah. Uh, and it's, sure a it's, fine. Yeah, it's a wand. Yeah, usually a wand. Yeah, so yeah. I think you're fine. So just, woof, cast mage armor. Pling, up the if AC. If it was ranged, if it was ranged, then I would have to, um, Yeah, I'm not totally sure how it works, but... constitution. But yeah, so, Bruce AC, uh, yeah, this guy, woof, whiffs on you. Bunsen, uh, you're stunned. Uh, so, in this, basically, in this round, you just kind of, like... You know, like shake yourself out of it, you know, but like you're not able to actually do anything. You're out, you're just kind of like get yourself back on your feet. Um, you drop your crossbow, so that's on the ground next to you, and you just suddenly take it. You're looking at these same guys that literally knocked you out and strung you up by your heels as they all came by to like laugh at you while drinking. You know, I saw you hanging there upside down. Um, and then uh, the next chord is up, so that's gonna be this guy. Uh, this guy. Uh, so he, oh, what's he gonna do? So he's gonna, go, he's gonna go five. Hold on. Yeah. Come on, move for me, buddy. Five. Then fifteen is the extent of his movement. So he gets up to about there, and he is going to. Uh, he literally just like as he's moving, just like scoops up a rock from the ground. And then just hucks it at Mira. So just whoof! And as he like chucks this thing across the room, uh, aims at Mira, that's gonna be a 24 to hit. That is a hit. Okay. So just whoo! Bam! Knocks you on the side of the head. Uh, seven points of damage. Frick. And uh, next up is Darren, stunned as well. So just kind of. Shakes out of it and Lenny, wake up! Slap him on the back of the head. And uh, they're both fine, realizes, you know, whatever you were holding. So your shield basically just like slipped to the ground next yeah. to you. So you'd have to do dismount to grab it, pick it back up, get back on Lenny, or choose to fight with what you got. Yep. The next Corrid is up. Uh, these guys from Killer Initiatives. They really do. This it's guy. Oh, so what's he gonna do? He's gonna go five, <laughs> pop into the rocks here. And then pop out here. Uh, and that is actually the end of his turn. Uh, that's all he can do. And then uh, the next Corrin, final Corrin, this guy, uh, he's going to step, step. Uh, he'll stay here. And he's going to whip another rocket Mira. Um, so he's going to roll for it. That's a miss. Um, and that's their turn. Next up is Mira. Uh, Mira is going to shoot. Uh, oh no, there's a guy right in his face. Sure is. Um, wouldn't I get a bonus to AC because of, or they would get a, a minus to their hit because of, they're throwing when uh, their allies in melee in combat with me? He's got a clear line of sight. He's not throwing through an ally. This right? guy threw a rock at me when his friend's right in front of me. And he's oh. the one that hit, and... Technically, he should take a minus four, which would make that not a hit. Yes, well, this is now... Um, he rolled a 24. Well, he does not have a precise shot. Uh, not with a rock. So, um, so is it a minus four or is it a minus two? It's a minus four. Okay, well, he takes a minus four then. All right, so that's not a hit. 
So Look I get that? my HP back. Beauty. All right. Uh, good. Thanks for keeping me honest. You Go gotta on. make sure you're honest. You got a lot going on Can't here. Can't be too prepared. I'm doing my best. <laughs> All right. So Mira's up. What are you doing? Uh, Mira is going to. Um. She. What's she gonna do? Um, she's going to step back. That's a move action. You're in difficult terrain. Yes. Okay. Um. And. Doesn't that incur then? Wouldn't it? You're moving out of Threatened Square. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she'll roll in acrobatics. Okay. Uh, tell me, does a 18? Is it against CMD? Uh, acrobatics. What? Yes. Yeah, against the CMD. He's going to take a swing at you. Ooh, and that's going to be a 25. Oh, that's a hit. All right, well, it takes a little crack. Can't get away from me! It takes a swing, and that's seven points of damage. There goes that seven points of damage. There we go. All right, and so Mira is going to shoot at him. All right, so move and load, and then whooshie, mm-hmm. shoots at this guy. With a, probably going to miss, but a 12. Ah, uh, that is a miss. Yep. Yes. Um, all right, next up, Estefan. Estefan is going to cast Call Lightning. Oh, okay. Um, does that have spell resistance? Yes, it does. Guys, let's see, we let's may see the blue guy right over here. Uh, which one? The guy that I just shot at. Yeah, that guy. Got it. Cool. Oh, so first I have to draft spell roll, spell resistance. Got it. What is it again? It's five what? plus uh, twenty. Well, yeah, so five right. plus yeah, your five. roll. So sixteen. Uh. Uh, looks like that crowd, the cloud is forming over his head. Alright. Uh, Come on, buddy. Ugh. Oh. Five. Two twos and a one. Alright, so five and a reflex for half. Whoosh! It comes clashing through DC the ground. 16. Uh, fails. Ooh, right. five points of electricity. Oh, damage. five of that! Nice! Alright. Uh, good. Does it look like that went through to us? Uh, as far as you can tell, like, it looked, he looked up at this cloud gathering over his head, just, and, like, all his hair goes straight out on his head. Uh, <laughs> like, that looks like it hit him. Uh, magical damage so went spell straight spell resistance through. is about between the 12, or 13 and 15 range. So, next up is the first Korid. Uh, so, top of the round here. We're now into round two. Alright, first Korid. Let me figure out where he's at. This guy, up next to Egret, he's going to take a little five... Oh, he can't take it five foot. Um, and I guess moving would incur from Egret. Uh, and I'm technically snapped out of it, so... Yep. So he's going he's gonna, to he's gonna move. Do the move action to go this way. Does that, incur, does that incur? Uh, That would... What are you holding? Crossbow, um, right? What's that? You're holding your crossbow, though? Yeah. Yeah, Derek so could just punch him. Uh, you could. Yeah, so both of you guys are... Well, Eager technically has crossbow in one hand, wand in the other. And technically, for drawing the wand... Well, you did take I the AOR. Um, okay, so with... Uh, so you got the... Uh, so basically, your hands are loaded right now. So you you can't necessarily take an AOO. Um, Darren could as an unarmed strike. You're not holding anything. Right. Am I correct in that? Does that sound right? What were you saying? Egret has a wand and crossbow in hand. Could not take an AOL. She could take an AOL? 
No, exactly. probably not. She couldn't. Oh, no. There's, she has nothing to hit yeah. with. Fucking Darren, right. punch him. Hit him with a wand. Or could Lenny Peck? Uh, Lenny could Peck? I'm assuming it'd be one or the other. Uh, with what? Like, they both wouldn't get an attack of opportunity. Yeah. Well, let me see. We'll do Darren. Just punching. Whoopish! So. Ooh, 19 to hit. Uh, that's it? Yeah! Alright. So, it's 1d3. (laughs) Alright. Plus 3. Sure. So, ooh, 4. So, what does that count as a 2? Yeah. So, 5 points. Yeah, so like a punch to the face. So you just like, whoosh, and as you hit this guy, it's almost as though you just punched a shield. Like Ooh. it's just like you hit him, and he literally looks at you. It's like, whoosh, and he like he doesn't flinch or blink or anything. He's like, bah, and just like charges back at you. Uh. It doesn't appear to have done anything to him. Uh, wow. So he moves over to the side there, and he's going to uh, take a swing at our good friend Darren. Uh, it's a miss. Okay. Just a solid. Are you old. sure? Because I'm. Technically at a 19. Yeah, it's a miss. Uh, next guy. Which one is that? Oh my gosh. Or did I get back my AC now? Uh, now you have your dex back? Uh, yeah, so you're okay. back to your normal AC. Now okay. it's the end of your turn. Uh, well, technically, would it be the end of his turn? It's done for one round. But anyways, forget it. You're, you're good. Okay. Uh, so this guy is going to pick up a rock and chuck it at Egret. Um, so that guy chucking at Egret. That's a miss. Uh, big fat miss. Next guy, which one is that? Is this guy? That's number three. So he is going to uh, take a move action over here. Yeah, and he is going to uh, same thing, catching everybody. <laughs> like this weird droning thing. Everybody, roll me a fortitude save. Really? No, Bonesad! He's not—he's not coming back, guys. <laughs> this one's fine. Yeah, 20, twenty-five. You're probably fine. Uh, anybody roll an eighteen? No. Hey. Twenty-one for Egret. So I'm just gonna tell you this: the DC is fourteen. Yep. Who failed? Oh. We all passed. Bunsen, fifteen for All right. Bunsen is the only. <laughs> Are you having fun, Mike? Are you glad you came? <laughs> We're having fun. We're having a great time. Uh, so that's his turn. Eager, you're up. All right. Um, can I roll a, non- a knowledge arcana to uh, see? Sure. I, I want to find out what a weakness is because it feels like these guys are immune to everything. Yeah. Sure. All right. Come on. That's a crack die. Ninety seventeen mm-hmm. for a. We need to find a weakness somewhere. Three. Yeah. So I'll tell you this: you've <clears> noticed <throat> they have spell resistance. It is spell resistance fifteen. Wow. So caster Jeez. level five for all of you. You need to roll at least a ten in order to overcome their spell resistance. Mm-hmm. Uh, dr five. I'll tell you this as well: they do have dr. It is dr five. And I, I will tell you this: with the knowledge arcana on this one, you're looking at these guys. Maybe you've seen Faye before. Maybe you know magic. how the magic works. They are, uh, you, you would kind of look at this and kind of in the back of your mind remember, like, Cold Iron cuts through this DR. Ooh. 
So Cold Iron would be able to surpass this. Andreas would have been having a field day with these guys. Had a great time. You got a scimitar, right? No, I swapped it out for that plus one scimitar last week. Oh! Do you, so you just threw it and left it somewhere in the woods? Probably. Ah, well, you know. Uh, but you know that these guys are probably vulnerable to Cold Iron. Uh, that's great. all you know. So that's your knowledge check. So what do you want to do? You got a full round here. You're no longer entangled. Um, I knew I should have taken the cold iron dagger. Bunsen really wants to write that down in his notebook, but he can't. He would love to, um, but he's just like fascinated. <laughs> but he's, blah, he's like, like blah, blah. mimicking. He's like, <sighs> <laughs> I like um, this guy's onto something. <laughs> yep. All right. Well. I was really looking forward to see what Bunsen could do. Ygritte, <laughs> this is a good opportunity. Well, get a chance. Okay, okay well, Ygritte know whether or not I can knock him out of that, like, state if we just shake him or do whatever. Uh, I think if you spend a full round action to rouse him, he would, he would okay. basically be gone. As a free action, she is going to announce the entire party, we need to leave. We need to get out of here. <laughs> And I think that is a wise move because we can't, we don't have the weapons or the resources. Knowing that it's cold, like it, cold iron is the only thing that's actually going to deal decent damage to these guys. We need to find a find out a different strategy because none of this is obviously working. Right. Um, and there are six of them, and I just used one of my most powerful spells on them when we started this combat, and it did nothing. So like, I mean, Egret is going to as a free action yell to everybody, "We need to retreat and get out of here." Um, and as her full round action, she is going to, um, Run. she is going to bow draw. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Well, well, no, she she's going to yell over. Um, we can get her. She's going to yell over here. to Estefan for a full round. You know, basically to make a full round action. Or whoever's next. She's spending a full six to guys. I know you don't want to talk about this, but I really think we need to retreat. I everyone stop what you're doing, all right? I need to talk about take the full round. Yeah. I like it. Oh my gosh. I mean, Egret is not at this point willing to lose anybody over something this ridiculous. Okay, uh, <laughs> over so, these ridiculous uh, little lion men? Yeah, like the frick I mean, are these I guys? Think, well, who's who's next after me? Uh so next that can, after that you. That can actually make an action. Uh well, so then not Bunsen. Uh, Bunsen would be next. After that is Darren. Okay. Then two Chorids. I'm sorry. So after Bunsen is a Chorid, then Darren, then two Chorids, then Marin Estefan. Okay. So oh, if yeah. you began to flee now, three Chorids have an action, and everyone else would be able to book. Okay. Them. So this is what she's gonna do. So uh, as long as no one's gonna get one shotted by a Chorid, you guys will probably be okay. All right. So so if I if I did a if I did a um, so if I would have, if I would make an attack on any of the allies that are stuck, would I be able to shake them, you know, out of that, or would that not count? Oh, uh, that's a good question. Let me Fort see. Fort risk deep in shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see anything that damage makes them unstunned, but I think if you were to spend a full round action, being like, "Hey, come on, slap out of it," then like they'd be okay. Well. The thing is, I'm not sitting right next to him. I'd have to move. In yeah, order can to get you hand me and my, then, and my then, shield? And then, as a standard action, <laughs> like <laughs> shake him open, like, or shake him awake, or whatever. Like, I feel like. Can you? So, have have this? If you, so if you move in standard action, like rouse him, I will give him another fortitude save to overcome the stunning laughter. Okay. Otherwise, he's just gonna stay stuck, like in Okay, Egret's going to do that, but announce everybody we need to leave. Okay. So I'm gonna have you new forward to save at a so bonus. So you get, we gotta get out of here. Wake up! <laughs> Slapping Bunsen around. 
Uh, Buster, you have a new fortitude save to get out of this stunning laughter with a bonus. I don't know if that was a good idea. Uh? Pass. <laughs> there you go. Oh, yeah, all right. 16 plus... There we go. 20. Yeah, you're, you pass. As soon as he cracks, you just... And you just, like, immediately snap to it. And you're feeling fine. Hurry, Mari. Yep. Uh, so now, Bunsen, is your turn. We need to um, Bunsen could hear him, but he wasn't responding before. But yeah. now, before he makes his exit, he pulls out a bomb, and he puts <laughs> in the catalyst to begin its yep. tick, 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 yep. and he whips it at this You don't square. need to roll spell resistance for that, right? No. Yeah. Uh, as far as I'm aware. I have a quick question, because... Yep. So if I go here, I'm threatened by him, right? Because it's a diagonal yes. threatened space? Well, right. if you were to move there, then yes. Well, no, you're moving into melee. If I moved so into it, but making a ranged attack in melee, you, yeah. you get a opportunity yeah. attack, right? Yeah, if you moved forward five feet so and through a range that. one, I'm not doing that. I'm just going to throw here. Okay. And I have a feat that, uh, well, first off, it's a five to hit and... I hit. Great. Uh, I, hit I right love there. how it comes in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my bombs have a 20-foot blast. Yeah! yeah! So it's going to affect him and him yep. with splash damage. And my second question is, do you count the... What, the so base? this is the only guy. One? These two will not be hit, right? I think, based on the grid squares in the book, he would not... You're here, right? 20 feet? From here? You no, said no, 20 feet blast he's there. So, he's yeah, 5'10". The next, so one diagonal is five, two diagonals is, is ten. So it'd be five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five, thirty. If it's here. Yeah. So are they all? all I think Egret gets hit too. Two, two, not ten. We all get hit. Yeah, so Egret would get hit. I also have another feat that I can diffuse the blast from certain areas up to my intelligence modifier. Ah. So three spaces are unaffected. Yeah, then you oh. got it. And so all friendly guys are out of the blast. So I'd say you have all these guys except for this one over here. Nice. I think he might be out of it from here. Nope. Five. This could ten. change the tide. It's a ten foot blast. Yeah. Oh, you said twenty. What's, how many d so sixes for your bomb? Twenty foot. Uh, ten foot radius. Yeah. Okay. Do ten it. foot radius blast. Yeah. Okay. So then five One, ten. Two. Uh, five ten. Five ten. Yeah. So all but these two. All but him. All so but in five. I think they all just take minimum damage with the. Uh, with the splash damage. With splash damage, I which think would be my true. intelligence modifier, which is three plus my. Others, which would be six fire damage nice. to each one. All right, not bad. Just don't tell me they have fire. I'm gonna confirm so. that, but for now, it's six damage to each one of them, and then well, they wouldn't. Bunsen's gonna turn, and he's gonna book it 15 feet back. Okay. Uh, six damage. Bunsen burner. The Bunsen did a burner. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I love it. Uh, so you guys, yeah, you, you guys turn and, and you watch this, just woof, this fire comes in, just, and they're all kind of hot footing around, hot potatoing across the way. Uh, and uh, yeah, you see a couple of them look like they've, they've taken some damage, um, but they certainly are all still standing and have some fight in them. It's been mostly like area of effect damage, so no one's been like really targeted yet. Uh, so none of them are down, but they've all taken damage for sure. And uh, after Bunsen... Uh, which cord is up? Number four. Where's he at? This guy. All right, so he's going to throw a rock uh, over at... Uh, yeah, I'll throw a rock at Mira as she's running off. Chuck's one. That's a miss. All right, after that is uh, Darren. Okay. Um, mm, okay. 
Darren will lean down to grab a shield, and I'm sure that's that'll provoke. Yes, it will. Um. Yeah, so he'll grab a shield. Okay, and that's gonna be roll acrobatics. I don't think you can acrobatically lean off of your ostrich to grab a shield. <laughs> sounds pretty acrobatic to, though, right? to me to lean well, off. No, they're both not stunned anymore. <laughs> but well, anyways, let's see if it hits first of all. That's and it's not like he's taking much damage. Uh, to hit, that's gonna be a twenty-two miss. All right, you're good. So he grabs a shield, and then ah! Lenny will trample over <laughs> him and just run off to the right there. Well, so he'll trample over, and he gets an attack, and it will attempt to knock him prone. First of all, can you trample in difficult terrain? I would think so. It says... It, are you charging? You, you don't need to, to charge, I don't okay, think. Well, I'm pretty sure it is. It's, well, is it? Um, Char, uh, it just says, while mounted, you can ride trample. down opponents and trample them under your mount. But does it say that's a move action, a charge... It's a, called trample. It's a feat, but it would still specify if it's a move or a charge. It just says I need to have one one ride ride rank. As a full round action, you can attempt to overrun any creature. It works just like the overrun combat maneuver. It does not need to check. It merely has to move over the opponents in its path. Um, so Let's yeah, I would the, say that's all right. It doesn't say anything about difficulty. Look at overrun real quick. Okay. So then, with trample, it says here that um, my target during may your choose... move action or as part of a charge. So this is a move action. You can attempt to overrun. Go and for it. And it says that my my target may choose to avoid, or I get to make one. You can like dodge out of the way, and you'll be prone. So the Korad can dive out of the way, or yeah. take the trample, or take a, one attack from Lenny. Okay, uh, my Corrid here is going to see a terrifying bird and he's going to dive out of the way. So it's a reflex save. So he'll be prone. That's fine. Uh, what's the reflex save? Um, well, here it says when you attempt to overrun an opponent while mounted, your target may choose not to avoid you. Your mount may. And then that's when I would make one hoob attack against you. So he chose to avoid. Okay. So what does he have to do? Um, you'll just get a plus four on... Or... We'll get a plus four against you because you'll be prone. You will then be prone. So I just... I automatically avoid it? I just have to be prone? Yeah, I believe so. Okay. Well, then that's what he does. Targets can make an attack of opportunity at a minus four. If I forego my attack... I can attempt to, to receive a reflex save to take half damage. Ah, is that what it is? So it's 10 plus half the creature's hit die. Uh, so it's he's, so 10 plus, he's a DC 12 reflex save, and he makes it. Um, so, so you'll get half damage of if I hit? Is that what I'm hearing? Reflex is, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, hold on. Really caught in the weeds on this one. Well, here Lenny would roll a bite a fourteen to hit, anyways. Okay, yeah. So he's probably he missing. Um, okay, but Darren's on the other side of him with his shield now, and now he's flanking. Great. Before so, proceeding, I messed up. 
what? with the splash damage. Yeah. You got a reflex save for each one of those guys to half the effect. Is that true for splash ones? But is it, it still is. minimum damage for the splash? It is. It's still that same amount. Like, if I had aimed at a direct guy, it'd be different for that one guy. But for those four guys that I hit, they get a reflex save of DC 15 to save. Okay. Correcting that before we move forward. No problem. Got it. Uh, what was DC? 15. Uh, there's, there's five of them. Three of them failed. Um, cool. Two of them pass. So we'll add out of, what was it, six? No, there's seven. four in the thing. There's four in the splash. Okay, so then two pass, two fail. So the first two pass, second two fail. So two receive six damage, two receive three damage. All right. I'll, I'll note it. Okay. All right, so that was Darren's turn. Uh, another cord is up. It's going to be this guy. All right, so he's going to... What's he going to do? He's going to woof, woof, pop out of the stone here. Oh. Right behind Darren, flanking with Darren, I might add. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he doesn't even know. And he's going to take a swing, swing, swung. Uh, with his brand new club in, that's a miss, even with flanking. But he's gonna attempt You're being to... flanked. So, one yes. of these guys did his little stone jump thingy, and okay. he flanked you, uh, you and Lenny, so I need you to roll reflex save or become entangled in his hair. As he... Well, actually, it's Lenny's reflex save. He's going to try and grab Lenny's ankles with his hair. Lenny's reflex. That's correct, guy. Oh, then added 20 for a 30. Lenny's good. Pops <laughs> both of his legs out of there. Not a chance. And then there's one chord's turn left. Uh, which one is that? That's this guy here. So he uh, is going to spend his full round. And, and he's basically, he's not going to move. He's not going to throw a stone. Uh, you know what? I'm sorry. He is going to throw a stone. No. He's going to throw one stone at Egret. Um... Okay. Because you are the nearest target. That's a natty 20. Uh, he's not named. We're going to roll to confirm it. That's going to be to confirm a 18. Is a miss? No. Yes? A miss. All right. Does not confirm. Safe. So exploding dice. Here we go. Uh, does not explode. Nine points of damage. So as he like scoops up this rock and just kind of throws it at you, kind of like it nails you like just off the back of the head. Um, as you're like rousing Bunts, and he's like, Hey, you better run! I can't deal with the likes of us! And he does a very inappropriate gesture. Um, he's like, Come on! Get out of here! And he like basically like turns and starts walking back towards like the back of this. He's basically like, Ah, Taunting. my buddies will take care of him. And he basically like walks his way back 15 feet. Wow. Uh, we are at the top of Wait, round. Wait, you three. skipped Mira and Estefan. Mira's yeah, up. That. You said the top of round. Three. I know it was Mira's turn. Uh, Mira sees an opening. I don't recognize Mira as a competent player, so I just choose to ignore her. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> um, Mira sees an opening over by Darren with um, because he's in in some trouble over there. So she drops her crossbow. Okay. And runs past Estefan and flanks this guy. um, That uh, and uh, while she's running, she pulls out her dagger. 
Cool. And um, is now flanking with Darren. And will roll to hit. We got Natty one. Oh, good. This is not the time. Oh well, let's just see how things go. Let's see. Eat dirt. You fall prone and are blinded mm. for 1d3 rounds. <laughs> Fortitude <laughs> negates. Wait, he's prone too, though. This guy's prone? Yeah. Oh, oh he's, he's the trampled one he's him. Oh, yeah. yeah, okay. Um... Which technically then I wouldn't have been flanked, but that's okay. Do you have advantage on throws when they're prone, or just uh, fortitude save negate? So could you re-roll that one if you have advantage on a throw? You get a plus four. Oh, never mind. Advantage isn't really a thing. So, um, fortitude negates. It's fifth edition. You get yeah. Thirteen fortitude. Against what? I don't know. Well, this would be against. I think it's ten plus the CR. I think is is usually what it is. DCs against creatures like this. You said 13? Yeah. That's a 14 would be the save on this one. So as you're like running over blood in your eyes, you're going to stab this guy. You just slip on a rock, slam your face in the ground, and dirt kicks up into your eyes. So 1d3 rounds. Three rounds. I'm blinded for three rounds. No big deal. Mira's bloodlust just got her blinded for three rounds. Of course. Totally fine. Estefan, what do you want to do with that? Uh... This, was gonna this call guy is prone. Lightning. All right. This guy's prone. It doesn't really help. Skull resistance again. 17. Right. Which one are you taking? Uh, the same guy. The same blue guy over here. Right. Bluey. We'll call him. Seven. Okay. Points of damage. Reflex for half. All right. Roll the reflex. Three. DC 16. Uh, that is a fail. All right. So seven points of electricity damage. All right. That guy looks pretty beat up right now. Um, but he's still on his feet. We are now at round three, top of the round. And we oh, got sorry, and then I'm going to move back 15 feet. All right, good. All right, so core number one, this guy, he's prone. He sees a blind person in front of him, so he is going to uh, stand up uh, as standard action, Provokes which will provoke Darren. from Darren. Okay. Mirror is blind. Darren only has his shield and. His arms, so... You shield bash, right? Yeah, I think that'll be better than just an arm strike, so... Let me it just should be that. both a d4, actually. Well, one's a d3. Oh, The right. unarmed strike is a d3. Both feel great. First, uh, first roll to hit. Yeah. It's not gonna hit. Alright. So that guy's gonna stand up. Well, it's from prone. What was your 12. to hit? Prone. Uh, it's a minus four and flanked. No, I'm prone. Yeah, and, you're not threatened. And blinded. Okay, yeah, it's a miss. Um, so this guy is gonna look up at you and he's just like, ah, and just like falls into the ground and just woof, like through the floor. <laughs> um, and he's going to like, uh, and he like pops out over here out of this rock, just poof. and uh, it's a bad day, guys. And he just kind of like gets over there and he's just kind of like. And, like, makes, again, a very taunting face at you. Uh, next, Gorid. Uh He, which one? This guy. He's just going to move on back and then chuck one more rock at Egret just on his way out. Being like, hey, get out of here. Uh, 20s miss. Mage yes. armor. Yes. Uh, so you're good. And then one more Corrid is up. He's over here, too. He's going to whoop, whoop. Pops out on this side. 
And he's gonna chuck a boulder at uh, Mira on the ground. He's gonna basically like I have a plus it. four to my AC because I'm prone. He's feeling cocky. He's gonna like sidearm <laughs> like lob it over the top of his head. Uh, it's a eighteen. That is a miss. A miss. Yeah. That's a miss. Yeah. So With, he's kind of like yeah. ah, and everyone's like what? And it misses flat. And he's like ah, it's one of those oh shots. my god. Uh, and that was his turn. And then Eager, uh, you're up. Um, is everybody starting to withdraw finally? Uh, yeah. It looks right. like, well, it looks like they are withdrawing. They've all kind of like recollected back over there, except for this one guy over here. Alright. Um. Mira dropped her crossbow, and there's a bunch of dropped stuff over here. What else? If they're, if if they're are withdrawing, <laughs> we yeah. should collect our oh, stuff. Oh, did you get yours? No. Yeah. yeah. I threw yeah. a bomb instead. Eagle will run over. Um, pick it up and just kind of get ready to, yeah. you know. Grabs a crossbow, books it. So Sounds good. How far can you move? Far enough. Off yeah. screen. Uh, after you it was Bunsen. Bunsen's gone. Nope, Bunsen's coming back. Oh! Bunsen needs to go get his crossbow. Got it. <laughs> He's going to go grab it. That's as far as he can move. Grab that. You can move Snatch to it. it grab it. Yeah, so... Uh, He's just looking at him real scared. Yep. He just uses... Not even holding it in a threatening way. Uh, this guy over here, he's gonna throw a quick rocket bunts in just because it's fun. It's just target practice now. He misses. You know, shoo, sails over your head, which is just kind of like, <laughs> they're like hopping around on two feet. They look very comical. Suck. They're very goofy guys. looking guys. Darren, you're up. So, if you five foot step, you can do a move action still or no? We you can't, can't five, five foot, foot step in difficult terrain. Difficult terrain. Okay. Man, without this difficult terrain, Mirror would have been all over this battlefield. It's a shame you chose to fight where you did. Uh, well, that little rock, little rock walk ability, that changed the game. Like, they were suddenly able to get behind you in difficult terrain right. because they could just, like, warp through rocks. Yeah, jeez. Well, if only we knew. This is not how I imagined tonight going at all. <laughs> Same. Yeah, I guess I'll just full round run. Got it. Withdraw. Yeah. Um, I'll be pretty far away. Chords five and six are both kind of out of the way. This guy again is going to pop back over here. And they all kind of like recollect. And all these guys, like they all sit there. Moonus. Any one of them. Yeah. One of them like, you know, like parts his beard behind his back. And you just see his little tiny little eggshell cheeks. (laughs) Slapping it and everything. Like they're just like ridiculous language that Sami realized, but they're basically saying like, "That's right, you can't beat us. We run this fort now." And they're like all cheering and excited. They're like another glass, and they basically like as soon as you guys kind of like make your ways over the edge, they have no intent to pursue you. They are celebrating their victory. They just want to fight, defended the fort, and they're like another glass for Red Rock Rebel, and they're all cheering and happy. And then they all kind of like slowly disperse and they talk about how great they just did. Oh, I hit the guy at the rock. You see that guy? Warped the house, scarred him near to death. And they're all just talking about the battle they just fought. Um, and you're out of combat. Oh, we can bring man. back Hergie. Oh. Hergie. Oh, man. We can bring back the whole tribe. <laughs> there you go. An army of wood giants. I'm sure that's. Mirror's totally not right. blinded anymore. Good. Congrats. Well, that sucked. That was fun. That Very was annoying. horrible. Very annoying. 
We need to sneak in here and get, kill them off one by one. So then, there's no way we at any point get anywhere close to dying. Uh, can't tell you that information. So did, All right. did you did damage? Like did we you, recognize any of the um, hobgoblins to be rat bag? Yeah, no, we, we we I checked specifically for that. Yeah. None of them were. So why don't you guys discuss a new game plan? Because that oh, one went a little poorly. It was not an unwinnable fight. It was just tricky. Mm-hmm. So. Based on how that went, what's the new game plan? I mean, I think we should just... Nobody yeah. has any cold iron or anything? Have, no. Well, don't we have cold I, iron? Andreas has get... his... Er, Andreas's cold iron masterwork uh, longsword is bagged at the camp. Um, Great, so one weapon. That's cold Like, iron. I know of that one, and your scimitar. Well, we go, my old scimitar, we can go pick that up. We could go get that one. Um, I know... If That's we a just lot of deal, uh, it's DR five. If yeah. we just deal enough damage, we're good. Well, well, set out so many ra- set out two rounds of bombs that could have affected right. almost everybody. Somebody in has the a, area. There's a cold iron masterwork longsword. That's on. That's on That's back. Oh, that's the one you're just. Yeah. Um. Oh man. We we, we need to sneak in. The, the we can't. Creatures we on them. Gotta sneak. I can. Lesser invisibility to help oh, sneak in. I so have monkey climb up the walls. That would be amazing. All that stuff is like exactly what we need to do. We we could have just gone through that first floor because going in a confined space where there's not difficult terrain, like Mira can charge, but not when there's difficult terrain. And when she has charge, she gets sneak attacked. So, like, doing that. Is probably one of the ways we can deal the most consistent. Can we just poison their alcohol supply? Oh my gosh, that'd be hilarious. <laughs> I think I can poison. I'm not sure how poison works in this. You game, should but have for an alchemist. Use. I think that I can just poison. Stuff. Danny actually knows the most about poison use in this game. <laughs> oh, do I? Do you know about an alchemist just being able to poison? That's what I was confused creating my pack. Yeah. Whether or not I have to have a vial of poison, or yeah. whether that an alchemist can create poison. Yeah, you can, so the way we've kind of played it is you can basically improvise a poison for a mass quantity. Like, that's the hard part is, like... We actually have a bunch of poisons um, that we got from Florida. You do have some, but most of them diluted would not be as potent. Um, Like, if you stab it directly into someone's heart, that's going to deal tons of the poison effect. But if you drop that into a 10-gallon bucket... It might just be like, oh, I don't feel great, but like I'm not gonna die from it. So you'd have to have quite a bit of components to be able to poison a mass supply. Um, but you can kind of improvise a poison to the point where anyone that did partake of it could take like a sickened condition, which yeah. is an advantage. But you'd have to find the supply and be able to tamper with it undetected, you know. And you know, depending on who's gonna drink it, they may or may not be able to be affected by that. I th- I think right now we just need to get inside of the fort because going against them head on was not a good idea. No. Doing one room at a time, I feel like straight up dungeon crawl is probably our best route. If you guys have rope, I can climb straight up a vertical surface. Oh, we have rope. And nice. I can drop you guys a rope down, like I secure a rope at the rope. top, drop it down, and then climbing a rope should be pretty yeah, we have a yeah. rope. easy compared to a climb. That's like a DC 10, I think. As soon as there's a, a rope involved, that could be fun. It's not a terrible option. Sure. I mean, but there was an entrance Maybe to the first five. floor. I think ladder is DC five. Yeah. There was an entrance to the first floor through that rubble that we could just go up in there. I don't think that sable was in the middle too. 
So I'll, I'll kind of explain a few things. So at this point, you guys kind of run off, lick your wounds a little bit. And if you were to kind of scout, I imagine at this point, we need to case this place. You guys kind of walk around. I'll tell you this, what you basically see is that as you walk around, uh, you're able to spot, uh, you know, you walk around, most of these places are fortified, smooth masonry, so to climb them would be nearly impossible unless you had something like spider climb. Um, or you were able to throw a rope, or you had a grappling hook, you can toss 30 feet. Um, but, you know, around all sides are mostly thin, polished masonry stone. You obviously have this opening over here, uh, you know, where the crushed wall is. And on the western side, that appears to be the front door. There's kind of thick greenery sort of covering up most of it. But if you were kind of like scouting around, taking a look at things, you'd realize there is a front door that looks like it swings open. Uh, that, you know, we, we might be able to get in that way. And then you figure, too, at the tops of these things, they have these crenellated towers on the top. You figure if we're able to get to the tops of any of these four towers, one of them being destroyed, you know, the top of the three towers, you can probably come in through the rooftops of one of these towers as well. But you don't know what's up there. If you were to get up there, there might be a trap door. There might be nothing. Who knows? Um, so that's basically what you see. So how would you like to approach um. Hmm. Do you guys want to take out a tower? Absolutely. Yeah, let's take out one of the towers. Just see what we're up against. Very well. Uh, would you like to go from the bottom up or the top down? Either way, to do it systematically let's... would probably be the most proficient way to take out a tower in the given amount of time. <laughs> <laughs> I like the top down. What do you guys think? Top down? Yep. Yeah. Just do it. It just sounds fun. Because theoretically, you could mount the wall or make your way through the front or try and slip in and kind of hug the walls. These guys were not, by your by your estimations, these guys were not very perceptive. They literally looked you dead in the face and mm-hmm. said, like, ah, and then, like, just turned away. Like, these guys don't appear to be, like, maniacal, on-guard, you know, guys trying to protect the fort. Mm-hmm. So, you imagine, we could probably slip past them. So... You know, you're able to get inside here. You can either just kind of make your way to the base of a tower, or you can attempt to scale the top of any one of these towers. Do you guys want a little tower or a big tower? I think I want. Let's try the little tower first and see what we got. Yeah, top down or bottom down? Top down. Top down. Let's do top down. So Lenny just might have to hang back, but that's fine. Does Lenny able to climb a rope? I don't think so. <laughs> Do you mind? Guess spider climb on Glenny. Unless we want to just sneak through the front and sneak around. Yeah, right there. Do you guys want to just sneak in the front door and just clear it out bottom to top? Yeah, I, like I can, that. I can easily spell. sneak can in. Spell like, for another tower. But I want you guys to be able to get in too. Yeah, let's do it. Guys, I'm ready for whatever you're throwing at All right. me. Just tell me what you want to do. Top. Yep. Bottom to the top. Give it a shot. All right, so now how are you... Which tower are you approaching? Maybe we should hit this tower. Yeah. Because if we go over here, they're going to be more likely to see us from there. Right, that's true. Like your geometry. Yeah. Let's do it. Thing. Let's yep. do this tower then. We're going to go into this tower first. Okay. So, you guys, you make your way around the west side of the building. Um, and I'll put you uh, can we heal up a little bit? Yeah, okay. um, we'll um, channel. Um. Everybody gather around. I think it's just—is it just Johnny that took damage? No, I, I took damage. I, I, I did as well. I took damage. Oh, okay. 
five. Friendly fire. And two. So oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. 11 plus five. 16 points. 16 points of healing for everybody. Nice. So that pretty much puts everybody at full, yeah? Mm-hmm. Almost. More or less. <clears throat> I didn't get hit. Nice. All right, let's go. All right, so you guys are coming around the edge of this thing. You know, you're sneaking around the outside, and let me explain what you see. Because uh, if we take one of these towers, they probably won't even, like, know what happened, and then we could just rest mm-hmm. at the top of the tower, and then the next day take the next tower. <laughs> I don't know, it just seems like a fun fun yep. way of doing that. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. the, uh... You can't tell the GM our plan. Well, I mean, you do have to be. Sometimes. Go. Anyways, that's, that's fine. Um, yeah, still no sign of rat bag either, but that was certainly not the welcome that you expected I from know. him. I was really thrown off that this wasn't Hobgoblin. Yeah. So, so you guys come around the back of this thing. You're approaching the front. Uh, Perception what, checks. Well, first of all, what you see is there are two massive towers on this western side of the fort, both on the sides. They're connected by a high wall with a gatehouse uh, festooned <clears> in ivy. Mushrooms blossom amid ferns along the ground. The wooden double door of the gatehouse is banded with iron, but one door stands slightly ajar, as noted on the map. Um, the gate wall is 20 feet high, uh, and that is what you see. Maybe we should check for traps, just in case. Sure. Um, well, perception check. 18. Uh, so you see, uh, there's a lot of, uh, it's very overgrown. Like, you look at this, and even though this fort, as far as you know, is, like, very much operational, right? Like, things have been going on here. Um, it looks like this, there's so much greenery over this main fort. Like, they don't even bother to pluck or remove anything. So there's tons of greenery, ivy that crawls its way up the doors and up the walls. But the door's kind of cracked open, you imagine. You can probably slip in there or maybe wedge it open. The door looks pretty, like like almost grown shut um, but it appears as though once in a while it does swing open or shut um, so uh, yeah that's what you see uh, let's just stealth in and go around to this door sure uh, Darren will wait for you to signal because he's not very stealthy natural yeah. 20 on the stealth nice. nice so we'll wait for your signal uh, Bunsen will follow you Bunsen. I just want to go on a solo mission. No, no, let's... Go solo. Just tell us when you're done with the tower. I don't know if you want Bunsen to follow you in there. <laughs> Mira's like, stay back. <laughs> well, he's doing it now. He, he yeah. made it to the door. Yeah. Good. Oh, you want me to stay here? Do you want me to come with you? <laughs> really loud. With a nice no. six. So not quite check. so hasty. As you get up to the door, you look at it and you realize, like, we're going to have to really shove this thing. Oh, really? It. So you're yeah. like, we're going to have to do some push. So as you guys are doing this, you know, and again, it's still very late. Like, we're talking about four in the morning. Like, this is this is a very late, late night. So it's still very dark out. But as you guys are, are kind of, like, pushing on this door, maybe being like, all right, guys, come on over. Like, you're, you're doing all this. You guys all start to, like, you know, like, you know, you, you kind of start to, like, it, it's almost like all the sound in the world just kind of goes dark for a second. You know, like, you're sitting there and everything oh, just feels, like, eerily quiet. And, like, you all begin to see things. Like, for a moment, everybody kind of, like, you know, you all... It's almost as though everyone else disappears. You all feel like you're entirely by yourself. And, Darren, you 
Um, uh, you, you look for a second, and it's like the world all kind of fades, and for a minute you're kind of squinting as though you can't see anything. But all of a sudden, everything becomes incredibly bright as like you look around and you see your home, your farm, your family's property, and it, it is completely engulfed in flames. Just burning. Like you just see flames 30 feet high into the air over the top of your farms. You hear screaming, and then from the window on the front of your house, you see your parents, but like looking around nervous and crying out to you as they're just like stuck inside of your home, wrapped in flames, and you're just like caught in this vision for a second. Estefan, you're looking around, and as you're, you're kind of like looking around through the woods here, like it's as though like you're looking at like a tree, and it's as though like out of the tree, this like figure, this humanoid figure, like falls almost as though like the tree bark becomes human and falls down at your feet and begins like clawing up your chest as it's trying to claw your way up and you immediately recognize this is the face of your mother that was cut down right in front of your face by the Hiram Fang invasion and as she fall dead staring lifeless at your eyes before you escaped at the Ramgate massacre you see your mother's eyes as plain as day you know them better than anybody and you see your mother's like like corpse face is like clawing her way up your front of the front of your shirt. Mira, you're sitting there, and as you're like looking to push on this door, you're just like, and you just like start to like grimace in pain. As you look down, you see like it's almost like tiny hands pushing their way out from your stomach. You just see like your skin just bulges as you see this undulating masses of just like, and it's, just, it's pain and it's weird. And then you just see these little fingers pop and rip their way out as these tiny little pointed hobgoblin hands rip their way out and a head claws its way out and looks at you. The head just turns around, you know, like 180 degrees on its back and just like shrieks at you with these pointed red eyes. Uh, Egret, you see... You know, as you're looking around, kind of scouting the area, you see, like, a head pop out from behind a tree, and then another one, and then another one, and then another one, and all of a sudden you feel surrounded, and you look around, and as you look at all these different people surrounding you, you recognize this is your tribe. This is Efrit, this is your Efrit tribe, um, all surrounding you, your brother, you know, standing behind something, holding a longsword, and slowly approaching you, kind of like readying himself to fight, and you see all of these people all charging in at you at the same time. Your people, your family, the only people you've ever called home are all rushing at you ready to attack. But it seems like you're the only one seeing this. No one else is responding to this at all. And Bunsen, you're looking around and you just look and as you look at your coat, like your alchemical components and your spell book, the pages are just like falling out of your book and just all floating away. And as you grab at them, your hand just passes straight through. And all of the things that are on your person, your books, your notes, your components, are all just floating away. And there's nothing you can do to grab them and pull them back into you. I need everybody, I mean everybody, to roll me a fortitude save. Fortitude save? This is a spell like the natural ability of faith. This is not the time. Uh, no. What does oh. Lenny see during Does Lenny? Oh. Lenny has no oh. idea what's going on. <laughs> Darren so passes. What kind of save was this? 18. Uh, 14. You assume that that's a pass? 18? Holy yes. moly. This is book two, motherfuckers. <laughs> Egret. 20. Estefan. Natty 17 for a 23. Mira. 
<laughs> Darren. 18. 18. Bunsen. 10. Mira. Oh, uh, Mira is like this kills right now. Horrified by what she's completely seeing terrified because she just went through this like a week and a half ago, and it's happening again. Oh yeah, it's like these. These like you, maybe it's even like the scar, you know, like where these stitches were recently just barely beginning to heal. Like, you just see them get split open as this tiny little creature crawls its way out of you. Like, from your own body. Um, it's horrifying. Like, that's absolutely she terrifying. terrified. Um, and uh, and Bunts, in the same way, too, you're just, like, absolutely overcome by your life's work. All the It's things funny, because we're the closest ones to the game. It worked out perfectly. Yep. Uh, and now, what happens here, as, as you guys um, are looking around... Uh, let me see this. Uh, you guys are up here, and as all of you are kind of seeing this for a second, Darren kind of shakes it off, you know, kind of snaps his head for a second, and then the vision is gone. The farmhouse is gone. Everything's fine. Everything's exactly as it is. Estefan kind of like snaps out of it for a second, and like, you know, this, this thing that was crawling up him, this corpse of his mother, just vanishes, and it's just, he's fine. He realizes everything's okay. You know, Egret looks around, all these people that are closing in, right as they're about to swing, just, and they're just gone, vanishes entirely, and looks around. And then they look, everyone, so Darren and Estefan and Egret, all look back towards the front of the door, and both of you can see Mira just, like, like, like writhing, you know, like, standing still and just clawing at herself and pushing and, like, grimacing, like, grimacing in pain. And they see Bunsen just, like, swatting at the air and, like, looping around, and then you all kind of see through the smoke... This strange creature kind of like folds its way, basically like kind of peels itself off the wall and begins sweeping towards them. These writhing tentacles um, looks a little something like this. Uh, begins writhing its way uh, right in front of Mira and Bunsen. Uh, Malignant Nelly? I'm going to say roll for initiative. What? Well... <laughs> You having fun, Mike? You having a good time? I never roll again. That's what I want to know. <laughs> Egret, what do you got? Um, nine. All right, Estefan. Seven. All right, Mira. Sixteen. Ooh, Darren. Seven. All right. Plus three, would you? Uh, plus five. He's got me. Gotcha. What did you get, Egret? And then Bunsen. Nine. Seven plus three. Wow, everybody just botched that initiative roll. It's not bad. Well, um, to be like fair, we were all having huh? very ter- like, tragic. I'm incapacitated, we of course. It's a very interesting You're thing. Very the dice really do Today, tell a story. They really do. They this really has do. not been a good day for our party, guys. No. So, not a good day. So I. Uh, so for both. Uh, so sorry for um, for Mira. You drop what you're holding. And you spend your full round on your first turn trying to, like, you know, get rid of this baby or, like, throw it out of you or figure out what's going on with all of this. You are terrified and wrapped up in this vision for a full round. She was sneaking and wasn't holding anything. Great. Well, then you don't drop it. (laughs) Uh, And then Bunsen, as you were kind of, like, pawing and reaching for everything, you were just completely consumed with trying to catch these things. So you are just leaving yourself wide open as you're clawing at all these things, but you spend a full round... Reaching for imaginary objects. Um, and now this thing. 
this friggin' thing. And let me give you a, uh, a, uh, a closer look here, because it truly is terrifying. Um, this is at four in the morning, dude. This is at four Do we have any sort of light? Because I'm assuming we don't. This is what you're looking Mira at. Mira has here. dark vision. Oh, baby. Aaron doesn't have dark vision. You've got to light up a torch, bro. I know. Got to see what's going well, on. I feel like we must have done something to like see where we're going. Yeah, that would make sense because you neither of you guys have are you able to see. see anything. Yeah. I mean, I, I think Lenny has low light, out. but I don't know what else deal is. It just in the description says they see better than humans. <laughs> it doesn't actually tell you anything. It just says they see. They said they said that in two towers, Lord of the Rings. So like Aragorn says, "What do your elf eyes see?" And I'm like, "That seems racist." Like I don't. <laughs> you have low light vision. See what twice see as far as humans Asian in conditions eyes? of dim light. It just doesn't sound. Right. I don't think uh, Asians would technically be elven if they squint too much. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe elvens are squinty. I've never really looked into the below. Oh, it's just like they squint. How can you see better when you're squinting? I know. Orlando Bloom. He has this kind of. Dreamy, magical eyes um, that can apparently see miles and miles. Um, so yeah, you're looking at this terrible nightmare of like a walking Venus flytrap. Um, it's like a, it's like a vile plume. Is that what I'm trying? Not vile plume. Uh, uh, victory bell. That's kind of what bell. I'm thinking of. You know, where it's got this, this open, you know, like mouth off the top of its head. These weird tentacles and like these branch-looking feet. Um, and this weird kind of fog, gaseous cloud sort of like emitting from it in all directions. Um, you know, and those of you that kind of snapped out of it, you see like this like, whew, this wind of gaseous gas that's like moving out from its, from where it was. So you imagine it must have like released this weird gas or this cloud of spores that, you know, managed to like throw us off and confuse us. Was that a poison? Uh, it is a, um... Let me find it. It's not a poison. Oh, it doesn't function as a poison. Um, um, is this a large creature? Uh, it is a medium-sized creature. Okay. So let me change the size of this thing. Okay. Brilliant. Ooh. That's much less intimidating. That's uh, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> fine. That we can uh, handle. That thing? Yeah. That we can handle. I think there's one uh, that that's what scares me. So here's a question. Do we begin this combat, or do we see you next week? 10, let's let's get this done. It's one creature. Let's see what we can do. Knock it out. At least have some kind of success. Yeah, we need we need a win. <laughs> All right, so let me roll its initiative. All right. Uh, this this music's cool. That's pretty cool. I haven't used much of this album because I we used a lot of it. Uh, we used a lot of this stuff at the very beginning of our adventure. Oh yeah. So, but it's been a while, so I'm bringing back right. here. Yeah. So sorry, Bunsen. What was your initiative? Seven. What's your modifier? Three. Okay. That was mine too. And you're so roll off for initiative. Oh, let's do oh. it. Four. Eighteen. Right. Oh, drink. Oh, nice. There you go. So we're gonna have Estefan, then Bunsen, then. <laughs> All right. Round one. Uh, the surprise round for this creature was spent in gassing all of you with this fog, this hallucination cloud, as it is referred to. Uh, so it's going to do this fun little thing where it's going to attempt to... Is this a surprise round? No, this is round one. Uh, so its surprise round was spent gassing everybody. 
So now as its first action, it is going to, uh, seeing that its, its opponents here are more or less helpless, it's gonna just like swing around here, and then it's going to, so five foot step that way, and it's going to try and slam on Mira. Natural 20. What? Oh of boy! Of course. It's wait, 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 wait! You said it. That was a surprise round. Surprise round was the gas clock. It is now top of round one, and it rolled it, the highest. Oh, okay, got it. Which is natural twenty on initiative. Natural rolls. twenty on the first roll. Oh, Jeez. Wow. So uh, this is good. Uh, oh, wow. So it's gonna roll Crap. to confirm. Is it named or no? Is not no. named. Uh, to confirm is a seventeen against your flat-footed AC. And That's exactly my flat-footed Well, AC. and you're paralyzed or whatever, right? No, I'm not. I'm just distracted. That's a confirmed crit. And yes, you are, as a full-round action, just, like, trying to figure out what's going on with oh, this whole mess. Oh, God. Um, so, and you imagine, too, you see this thing running up and attacking you, but you also see this little gremlin baby trying to crawl its way up out of you. Um, so it attacks with a confirmed crit. Um, so it's going to roll our damage here. Uh... So let's get my my dice first of this all. This is not good. So it's just a good old double damage. So this is gonna be twenty two points of damage. Holy crap! Uh, off the front here, and now here's what's gonna happen. As soon as it hits you, whoosh, slashes you, slams at you with these like branch like tentacle arms. As soon as it does, it hits you. Like, all these tiny little spores, like, shake off of its branches as soon as it cracks against you. So I need you to roll a fortitude save. Again? Yes. Fourteen. That was a fail. No! So here's what's gonna happen. Uh... Let me Man. just make sure I got this right. So as soon as it whoosh, you're just like, and as you're gasping and freaking out, you just like these spores like fly into your mouth and just, and you just inhale them into your lungs. So what's going to happen here is you're going to take 1d2 con damage. Oh. So that's going to be two points of con damage. Wow. And you are still sick. So on your next turn... You just feel, as soon as it gets into your lungs, like, it just, like, saps life how out long, of you. How long is this con damage? Uh, I mean, it's it's damage, so until it healed... Oh, it's, you it's, have, over, it's healed overnight. Never mind. You have 1d2 con damage. Oh, man. Um, so, you take this con damage, and you feel like, just like, <gasps> like your lungs just are burning, and it just, like, oh, like, cripples you. That you even feel like adds more to there. the effect of her being, like... Mira's having a bad day. Yeah. Let's just put it that way. Wow. So you just feel this like, ah, and you just feel this continuing burn inside of your lungs. And you know on your next round, you're going to have to roll another fortitude save. Moving on. Mira, you're up. What would you like to do? Well, oh, yeah. She has to spend her whole turn. round trying to be like, ah, ah, ah. It's, you're getting attacked from nine different angles, including from within your own stomach. So uh, having a bad day, Mira. This Egret. sucks. Egret, what would you like to do? Um... I'm going to roll a Knowledge Arcana. All right. And see if I can figure out what this thing is. Sure. Natural um, 20. I will need a Knowledge of Nature, unfortunately. Uh, it's a, it's a natural 20. I will so. let you roll it over. Give me the total. Um, can I just add my Nature to it instead? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 It's a plus 2, so it's a 22. Great. Solid. 920 on this one. So as you can see, hallucination, that definitely happened. Um... You would know with this hallucinogenic cloud that it just released, 
you've heard about these guys, you've never heard, as far as you're aware, it can only do that once per minute. So it would take another full minute, so ten rounds, before it was able to do that again. So okay. you don't have to worry about getting gassed by this thing again. That's a bonus. Uh, you know that it is a plant, um, so it probably functions like a plant. So fire um, probably hurts it. <laughs> the, uh, you know that, and then also too, if you're Natty 20, um, you know that these spores are happening, you know that that's a thing. You would also know, because it's a Natty 20, it has a weakness. And it is called cold lethargy. So, although, it, and you would also know the name, it's called a bacidurand. I always thought it was bacidurand. Bacidurand. Uh, a bacidurand is immune to cold damage, but any cold effect it is exposed to slows it for 1d4 rounds. During this time, it cannot use its hallucination cloud, which it already used. Or it's spores. So the same spores that just hit Mira, if you were to affect it with cold damage, it would not be able to use its spores. Which is huge, amazing knowledge that you happen to get because of your natural 20. All right. oh I was not gosh. planning on giving that out. All but right. you know it now. So, Egret, you're up. What are you going to do? Um, she is going to... And I will remind you at this point, any level 1 spells that are not prepared, you cannot swap out... Unless you're able right. to run away, re-prepare spells, come back and use them. She is going to um, put a... She is going to stand where she is um, and not move. Sure. And with her... Uh, she's going to load her crossbow, uh, crossbow bolt with um, a frost bolt. Yes! She's going to... Frost bolt! <laughs> what? Are what? you camouflaging? What are you doing? So at this point, Cody has covered himself in uh, uh, artificial greenery as an attempt to boost his AC against this plant creature. <laughs> Maybe it will see him as an ally. Poor mate. <laughs> she has three frost bolts left. She is going to put one of them in the crossbow and fire. All right. Sorry, what'd you put in the crossbow? A frost, frost bolt. bolt. Oh, yeah! You did have one of those. So she is going to try... And attack this thing. Okay. All right. Here goes nothing. That would be a 19 to hit. 19 to hit the Bassadron. It is not flat-footed. It has acted this round. That is a hit. All yes! Right. All right. Huge! All right. Now, did you say the, 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 there isn't, it doesn't take any cold damage, though? Uh, it is immune to cold, but okay. it becomes lethargic okay, because cool. of the cold. Okay, so I need to get my D10 out, which is this one. Yeah, so no additional cold damage, but it does take the regular damage. All right, here we go. Ooh, that would be 11 points of damage. All right, nice. that's damage. That's damage. Okay. So, Boom. Uh, that is without the cold. Obviously. Nice. Um, so, that's Egret's turn. Huge, and is now lethargic. Uh, now, Estefan, you're up. Alright. I didn't think you guys were going to be able to take use of that. That's a, that's a clutch 90-20 right there. That's my awesome. first swing with the new plus one scimitar. 20 to hit. 20 to hit is a hit. That is going to be... Crack die. Five points of damage. Alright. Nice. That's damage. Uh, that's Estefan Bunsen, you're up. 
Bunsen is going to. Oh wait, no, you were affected too. You're no, is that this round? Is this the next round? Yeah, I was oh, stunned. Yeah, you is did. That this yeah. round. So you're you're spending your round like trying to grab at stuff as your work life's work is floating away from you. My work. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Um, Sorry to ruin your round. I just no, no, <laughs> that's true. How and uh, I'm just glad you're here, Mike. Uh, Darren, you're up. Darren is going to just get his lance involved here. Get it involved and just come and give him a good old. Actually, you know what? He's gonna be like, be like, get out of our heads, you freaky thing, <laughs> and uh, challenge this. Yep. Which means he's going to get... Is challenge a once per day thing? He gets two per day. Okay. So... Uh, what's up? Yes, Charlie. I would save it. <laughs> well... This is one creature. We might run into something a lot I just worse. want to do a lot of damage. Because so. okay. <laughs> doing a lot of damage is fun. Yeah, so it'll be a plus... Well, and I'm charging, so I'll get a plus two to hit, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, um, and then challenge gives me a plus one to hit, so I have a plus three to hit on top of a plus eight, seven, nineteen to hit. What are we listening to? That is part of the album, man. It's a hit. Weird. I mean, so this is very hallucinogenic. I mean, it is. It's very creepy. It's, it's very, very like creepy. It's very like mushroom induced oh. visions. This I rolled a one on soundtrack so, from, uh, but that is still a ten points of damage. No, not nice. bad at all. Not bad at all. And it is the Basideron's turn. Basideroned. Uh, so it is now lethargic, which means it cannot do its normal full round attack action. It can only do a single attack action, and it's gonna, uh, it's gonna hit Mira again. And hit it, she's choking, and he knows this plant sees you as an easy target, and it's going to take another swat. That's gonna be. Oh, I'm not flat-footed anymore. Not anymore. So a 16 is probably a miss. That, that would even be miss against flat-footed. Look at that. So it's a straight miss. Mira, you're up. I need you to roll a fortitude save, <sighs> buddy. Five. That's a veil. You're going to take another two points of con damage. No! You've taken four points of con damage. And that is, there's no new spores in this She's game. dying. <laughs> Not dying, but she's Certain. almost dead. She is on fire from the inside. She feels like she's being ripped apart from her lungs. Her fortitude now. save is going down. Oh, that's two. right. Oh, gosh. It, went, it was at a two, then it was at a one, now it's a zero. Oh, baby. You're going to need You're gonna need some help here. Um, Bad. And now, how does con work when it reaches zero? You're dead. Yes. So what's your con at now with four damage? Eight. Eight con. So if you fail this thing four more times, dead. Hundred percent dead. No yep. amount of healing is gonna cure that. You need like an actual like rest, rest or like lesser restoration, I think, or like remove disease or something. Wait, no. You just rest it off because it's con damage, not con drain. But if it hits zero, you're dead. Yes, exactly. So. So, uh, next up, uh, Mira, it's your turn. What do you want to do? Uh, she is... There's no way to keep flanking on this guy. She's going to run. Full <laughs> <laughs> draw. She's, uh, uh, you should run next to me. 
Oh, yeah. She's going to run up next anything, to you. If you're wanting to get healed, you're not going to run away. <laughs> Just a full withdraw. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Egret, you're up. Egret is going to cast Lesser Restoration. You see me, and Amir, as you're running away, too, you see this, like, this little gremlin baby that's been crawling up. You're just like, it just kind of vanishes. Oof. You know, and your stomach is fine again, and, like, the scar is, you know, the scar is there, but it's stitched, and you're okay. You're just like, ah, as you're running, you're just like, ah, and you have bleeding wounds as this thing swept oh, across man. the top of you, and you're just, like, panicked and frazzled, and your lungs are still on fire, like, burning through oh, your chest. Oh, my gosh. And Egret, what are you going to do? Um, she's going to cast Lesser Restoration. Oh, wait, doesn't oh. it take three rounds to to cast? Look it up. I'm going to double check. So it says I have a... Here. Yeah, casting time, three rounds. Just heal Is me. Really? Heal me yep. first, I'll be... Alright, well then she's just going to channel positive energy then. That being the case. Um, so... One. Four. And four. So fourteen points of healing. Fourteen points of healing to everybody if they need it. Alright. Sorry, that was a channel. Yep. Yep. Cool. So that's Egret's turn. Estefan, what are you gonna do? Oh, it's a plant. You, you can't hurt a plant, you're a druid. Estefan is compelled it's to protect the plant. He turns in the body. Not this one. Uh nineteen to hit. That's a hit. Was that nineteen? And five more points of damage. All right. No. Chopping this thing. You know what would be really helpful right now? Very Mason. He would have this thing like a chopped salad. Uh, Bunsen, you're up. You are no longer confused. You know, all of your stuff, you realize it just fades away. You realize, oh, it's all still on me. It's a rose! And then you look at this thing and realize you are now fully able to attack. What you gonna do? Uh, Bunsen's gonna take one step away from the creature. Good choice. And, and uh, he's gonna pull out another bomb Ooh. and put the accelerant into it. It's deadly. And she's not to hit my square. And he's gonna take a nice toss at the thing. Does against flat-footed AC? Does a seventeen hit? Because why is it flat-footed? Um, or is it that's just touch AC? that's sorry, touch. Yeah, touch, touch AC. Touch that AC. Is... Absolutely a hit. All right. Uh, it takes a direct hit, so it's going to take uh -oh. 3d6 plus my intelligence modifier yes. of damage. Uh -oh. That's fire damage, and nice. it catches on fire. Oh, good. That's amazing. Uh, that's all wonderful. Uh, six, ten, Plus 15, plus, sorry, plus, 15 plus 3 is 18, nice. and you're now on fire. So, if you're caught on fire, would that fire damage happen this round or starting next round? Next round. On its turn, I believe, it would take the fire damage. All uh, right. So, how much total damage? 18? 18 points of fire damage. Woo! Brutal. That's amazing. Brutal! Uh, that's Bunsen. Uh, that look. I mean, this thing, like, maybe you catch it, like, right inside the gullet, you know, where it's just like... <laughs> You right. think it's like just writhing, you know? He shot it like a basketball and it just landed right in the pod. <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> just writhing and burning and like any, it, maybe it's like trying to cough spores, but like the flames like immediately consume any spores that it's trying to kick out. Uh, Darren, you're up. Darren's gonna like swing his lance back around and just go to stab to try to like pierce together its open vagina of a flap. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, he's married. I, I <laughs> you should know that it's not supposed to look like that. Um, which I'm assuming is. I'm not trying to make you feel bad. I'm just concerned for your marriage. <laughs> <laughs> You've been doing it wrong the whole time. I think I miss as well because it's a 12 to hit. 12 to hit total? Yes. Is yes. a miss. It is a miss. Talk to me about the fire damage. So now it is on fire. So now on its turn, it takes burn damage. On its average. turn, do you want it to happen at the beginning of its turn or the end of its turn for taking fire damage? Beginning. It would begin beginning of turn. All right, and then you also have the opportunity if you stop, drop, and roll. Um, mm-hmm. I think you're taking a. Reflex save. I think okay. that extinguishes it. Yeah, I and you're gonna you're gonna get a bonus to extinguish it if you stop, drop, and roll. I'll tell you this: it's not gonna stop, drop, and roll. This thing is a killer. And it's expired. So talk to me about extinguish the flame. Damage. Extinguishing the flames is a full round action that requires a reflex save. Okay. So it's not gonna do that. So talk to me about fire damage. Uh, so you're just gonna roll a you're reflex roll. save to try and extinguish it. And if you're not going to try, I'm just gonna do one d6 of damage. It's not going to try to. So All it's right, 1d6 is six six fire damage of 5. All right. Nice. Ooh, baby. This thing is on its last legs, of which it has four. Uh, so I guess it's on its last two, maybe? Do we by any chance know with that na- knowledge nature check um, if these spores will go away anytime soon or if this will keep causing da- con damage? Have to roll another check on that one. That's I, I have I have unveiled as much as I would like to unveil. So uh, you just know it still burns. That's all you know. So this thing takes additional fire damage, and with what is probably its last last attack, still lethargic, still unable to use its spores, is gonna take a big old slimity slam on our friend Estefan. Uh, it's a twenty. That's a hit. That's a hit. So we're gonna do. 14 points of damage, Oof. no spores. You do not feel the same burning in your lungs. As it hits, you see like any spores that would come off just fall to the ground as they're wrapped in this ice, cool. um, as this frost bolt just kind of coats the entire thing. Uh, falls to the ground. Mira, you're up. What are you going to do? Uh, do I have to roll the fortitude save? Yes, you do. Uh, okay. Um. <sighs> Two. Natural freaking two. Take another one point of con damage. Oh. Hey, he's pulling one this time. Yep. Yeah, that's better. But I am going to yell to... Uh, I'm going to roll a knowledge nature to see if it's possible for these things to run their have run their course anytime soon. Roll knowledge nature. 16. Uh, you know that it does have an end. Um... It's a number of rounds before it stops. You're not sure how many. Um, I'm going to yell to Egret. I need, I need restoration. Or however that would come right. across. <laughs> me! So what I see is it dispels any magical effects, reducing one of the subject's ability scores or cures 1d4 points of temporary ability damage to one of the subject's ability scores. Uh, so basically you get 1d4 points it's, of con but damage But it stops back. that. It stops the spores. Uh, it says it cures 1d4 points of temporary ability damage. What was the first part of it? It doesn't say it cures it. It, it cures so it dis- 1d4 it dispels. points Dispels magical effects or cures 1d4 points of temporary ability damage. That's lesser restoration. Mm. Oh. 
does is it stop are these spores stopped by like cure light wounds or channel nope it's a disease bruh so this thing is just slowly killing me Crap. for any number of rounds you just have to hope you survive the rounds um, now here's the thing you can say lesser restoration you get four con back but then it's still gonna tick away until you're cured of it right and I only see on the on the the way the spell looks, you are cured of 1d4 points of that damage. So you still have to pass the save or just survive until this thing has finished its course. You just gotta let it... You just feel your lungs burning and it's just like all you have to do is endure it. Just like, ah! It's just eating you from the inside. What is there? There's nothing I can do. This sucks. Um, so is that your turn? I'm tempted to just charge this thing out of rage. <laughs> Do it. But you could. can you start casting and then me like kill this thing and come back? For me to cast lesser, lesser if she did, she would probably die though. If she Depending on how quickly this thing progresses, you're at what, seven con? Seven con and nineteen hit points. So you just have to well, hope this thing does not burn through. Seven con. Before I it could, finishes, I could it's cast finishes. cure disease. Is this a disease? Do you have that prepared? Well, it's a restoration. You can, you can spontaneously spell, cast so cure spells. It's a cure cast. spell. Or swap out. Huh? I'll trust you on that one. I don't know the rules on it. Is it a disease? Uh, it is. I believe so, but let me check. Well, first of all, what are you going to do here? Uh, she's going to wait to see if. If Egret can fix this, <laughs> okay. Uh, so it's it's an uh, what's ex? Is it extraordinary ability. Uh, DC's constitution based. I'm sorry, it's disease. Yeah, disease inhaled. Oh, that's exactly what I need. Okay, is that one round? Um, I'm checking right now. Hold on. So it's Egret's turn. Um, Estefan, you're up next. They're gonna just deal with this on their own. Yeah. What is Estefan gonna do? Yeah, right. yeah, they're gonna swing. Estefan's gonna swing, swing, swing. I'm trying to find it. Swing, 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 swing. That's a twelve. That's a twelve. That's a miss. All right. So yeah, yeah. she casts cure disease. So I'm standard yeah. action. Yeah, yeah. standard yeah. action. All right. So just like as you're just like, like burning from the inside, Eager just whoosh, moves the hand, prays to to uh, Araxel, right? And then just like place his hands on Mira, and then just like you just feel this burning just dissipate, and it's almost as though like an aloe or like a cooling gel just Does feels like it feel covers the... the inside of you. As far as I'm aware, it does not, but you are no, no. longer diseased. No longer diseased. You don't have you don't have the effects anymore. They're but you gone. still have your con damage. But con damage is still there, so I'd have to use. So your con two, is still seven. I probably have to use two, or uh, just sleep it off. Two spell slots. Well, can you just sleep it off, or do you have to roll for it? I can just sleep it off. I'm almost positive I can just sleep it off. Alright, so uh, Bunsen, you're up. What are you going to do? Bunsen's going to take the time to throw one more bomb. Do it. He says, this thing ought to put it down, but if I miss, boys, forgive me. I wasn't much of an athlete in alchemy school. (laughs) An athlete in alchemy school. Uh, there's a 19 so, against Touch AC hit. That is a hit. I just imagine Alchemy School is just a whole Two, bunch of dudes like playing baseball seven. because they're just <laughs> throwing bombs all day. That's it. Nine, twelve. 
12 points of damage. 12 damage. Be honest. Five damage. Two hit points left. Oh, oh. alright. <laughs> Obliterated thing. It erupts in flames, and you just hear this hissing, like, <laughs> like this reaching sound as this thing flails all around itself. It just, like, slams itself into the wall, rubs itself against it until it finally just collapses and becomes ash as the flames overtake its body. It is dead. Yeah, Bunsen! Bunsen takes the win. Finally beats up. Basidaron dead. Victory in the hands of the party. And we'll see you next week. Woo! Oh, baby. Good stuff.